Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner. The finest uncooperative conservative radio on the net. Kicking down the walls, blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches, and you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice, and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you. Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to UncooperativeRadio.com. And I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. Say hello, Susan. Hello, American patriots. All right, what are we talking about this evening? It's a great day to be alive. Is it? Chaos is everywhere. The frogs don't know what to do. Protest. Bring my people in. They're not your people. Why are progressives so juvenile? I, it's unbelievable, Brian, but it is true. They're literally protesting because non-citizens will possibly being refugees and murderers are not being allowed to come in our country. There's protests all over They've the world. They've got these country. people, these useful idiots, brainwashed. They they believe that they take no time to think about what they believe in. These people they just are not. It. They don't belong to our country. They, they don't care about that. They're country. citizens of the world. The world. The world. Anyway, we start the show with a prayer. I say kick them out. (laughs) We need a prayer bad. Kick them out. Go to the world. Yeah, what happened to all those people who were supposed to leave? Every election, they tell us they're leaving, and they never leave. They lie. Big surprise. Progressives lie. That's why Islam, Muslims, and progressives get along so well together. They're both liars. So, we need a prayer. Then the ups and downs for the week. And I normally don't do this because the last show we did the war on terror, and I usually space it out, but I can't do it anymore. The Fuzzy Muzzy Report. And what is the UN up to now? Followed by the Second Amendment Report, the dumbass segment, which we haven't done in a long time. And this day in history, if we get to it. Yeah, it's been so long I don't remember even how to do it. The dumbass segment? Yeah, it's been so long. I, I had a hard time since he's uh, our president has been elected to actually find dumbasses, but I did. Oh, come on. You just were describing them at the whole beginning <laughs> of the show. They seem pretty easy to find. <laughs> you can't you can't talk, throw a rock without hitting one. <laughs> no, don't start throwing rocks at them. <laughs> They're too fragile. That's all I need. All the helicopter's showing up to take me out of here. All right, it's time for a prayer. 
my USB ports are worn out, and so it keeps reloading the flash drive in my face. Yeah, this is our one of our many old computers. This is this is our older computer, and then there's the old, and then there's the newer. And then super but old. None are new, as in really good technology up to date. I can't afford that. I'm usually about what four years behind. I think technology. I have no clue. I'm. <laughs> I, I, I am. It's hard for someone challenge. like me. I'm a tech guy. I want the. I want the best, the fastest. I know, and, and I, I can't. And he he has married to a woman that's like non-tech. <laughs> I'm clueless. All right, time for a prayer. Oh God, we pray and beseech you. What is this a prayer for? Once someone starts praying, you don't interrupt them. You have to say what it's for. No, I could have said that at the end. A prayer for young people from beliefnet.com. Oh God, give me strength. We pray and beseech you to guide and protect young people from the dangers that are ever present in our world today. Be with them as they experience both sickness and health, sorrow and joy, loneliness and friendship, success and failure. Gracious God, give to them the courage and strength to make the right decisions as they journey through life. Through your power, may they come to know and experience your loving care. Amen. And the ups and downs for the week. Yeehaw! Our kids really do need prayer. <laughs> they need they need a lot of things. <laughs> but the next batch is going to be worse. Actually, there was some hope in the light. The, yeah, there no, was. No, there's no hope. There is. As long as the progs are in control of the education system, how could there be hope? Well, in the March for Life, there was a lot of millennials there, and they were speaking out. Boy, I heard them today. They were saying, we are the next generation for life, and we will crush those against us like bugs. Not the, <laughs> you said the March for Women. No, right? my, March no, the, for Life. Yeah, I know, but that's not what you said. I did. I said the March for Life. Uh, Susan, I'm explaining what you didn't say that I didn't hear. It's the March for Life, and that happened. I think the day you made a mistake. It. Have you ever miss it misspoke before? No. Everybody on the planet has. No. no you're a liar. It's the March for Life. That's it. You're a liar. <laughs> That's what gave me hope. The March for Life. I don't talk to liars. Okay, ups and downs for the week. An up down. From time. Oh no! From time to time, there is some time. The digital image shows a clenched fish bathed in red, white, and green of Mexico's flag and decorated with the nation's emblematic eagle. Consumers to the shout of war. It says in Spanish above the fist, Consume products made in country. Use your buying power to punish the companies that favor the politics of the new U.S. government. You mean the policies that you have to pay your way now? Oh. Sorry, no more welfare for Mexico. Aw. Everybody say, aw. Don't, don't, you, don't you feel so bad for Mexico? Do you know what we should have done when... Um, cut cut off Mexico and float it over to South America? With California. 
Okay, oh no, the left coast gets jackhammered along the San Andrea Fault and sent to China. <laughs> no, we should have recorded Crazy Chicken when it was sick and it would go, oh, <laughs> use that as a, a sound, <laughs> as effects. No, he would go, oh. It almost <laughs> sounded like a donkey. It's a donkey. <laughs> and by the way, and Mexican food's not good either. I don't know why everyone's, oh, Mexican food's so good. Oh, most crap. Some chef made Mexican food good. They don't eat that in Mexico. They're poor. They live off tortillas, for goodness sake. I, you know, it's funny because my my father's uh, Puerto Rican. I, I hate Mexican food. I hate it. I've never had it when growing up. I've why had, do you go to a restaurant and pay for poor people food? I don't. It's poor people food. The only Cook thing, it for yourself, for the, goodness sake. The only thing that I eat is tacos that you make. That wasn't even allowed in my house. Puerto Ricans don't like Mexicans. Oh, I don't consider tacos Mexican anymore. Right, but I never had Mexican food in my house. And everyone would ask me, well, you're Spanish. I did. My mother was very progressive. And they, everyone would say to me, well, you're Spanish. And I'm like, I'm not Mexican. <laughs> She'd get me tostilla. I wouldn't eat tacos. They were a pain in the neck. The shell keeps falling apart. I didn't like it. And it, and it was sharp, and they cut your gums. They get stuck in your throat. I really didn't like it, and uh, so my mother found the, these tostada shells, which it just means it's a corn tortilla that's flat, and then you just build on top of that, and you have an open sandwich. That worked much better. Yeah, we weren't allowed Mexican food. I, it was good. She, when she, my mother cooked, she cooked well. Yeah. But she very regularly cooked for me, so. Yeah, we weren't allowed rice and beans. Everyone asked me, but you're Spanish. Well, I'm not Mexican. Oh, come on. My friend's family were so poor. When I went over there, they offered me a sandwich. And I was like, okay. We were there all day. And uh, they opened the refrigerator. And there's nothing in the refrigerator except iceberg lettuce and mayonnaise. That's it. That's all they had to eat. They were eating lettuce and mayonnaise sandwiches. I've eaten those. With peanut butter on it. No, I I just I like lettuce and I like mayonnaise. Yeah, but there's you know how much nutrition's in iceberg <laughs> Nothing, lettuce? There's none. No. And they're living off it and they're they're growing. I mean they're growing children. That's poor. <laughs> and of course it wasn't because they had it's because their parents were drunks and it's wasted all the money on cigarettes and beer. I don't I don't understand how people can be parents and a parent goes without for their child they don't make their child go without for them again inside out upside down world created by a mexican food activist group the image is part of a slew of messages memes and videos that have been spreading in mexico in recent days as president donald trump pushes for a border wall deportations and punishing new trade rules other messages call for specific boycotts of U.S. companies in Mexico, including McDonald's, Walmart, and Coca-Cola. I, I don't know if you if you guys know this down there behind the boat because they don't tell you anything. We don't give a rat's behind what you buy and don't buy. You will not hurt our economy in any shape or form. Only your own. Our economy is vast. McDonald's is everywhere. You can't hurt them. Heck, they'll just close their doors. Again. I was like saying... So good. good. Turn it to Cuba. You won't have any anything from American goods. You'll have old cars. You can't buy new parts. Uh, let's do that. I, I thought they were poor. How can they afford McDonald's? 
I don't know. We have poor people in this country. They eat McDonald's. Yeah, they're on welfare. They're not on welfare. In, in fact, you, most people on welfare are fat. I don't know if you've noticed The Mexicans that. that are on welfare are here in the United States, not in Mexico. Well, they send their money back to Mexico, to their families. So they could buy McDonald's. I, I guess so. You would think uh, they could make their own hamburger. No, because they import their... Wait, you'll get into it. They import their beef here. And you were talking about that the other uh, couple ex, of no, shows No, they were talking ago. about beef exports. That was what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, a couple of shows ago you were saying that we were getting all this stuff from Mexico. I don't want, I don't want beef from Mexico. Let them keep it, please. I want to eat my own beef. We have tons of beef here. They've got no regulations on how to grow beef in Mexico. We put make our ranches go through all these hurdles so that what? We send that beef someplace else and we get the crap from the third world? That's what's been going on. I don't know if you've realized that or not, but that is exactly what's been going on. Whether it's getting beef from Mexico or Argentina, uh, wherever. Why? We have plenty of cattle here to feed. Why don't we let us eat our cattle? Why bother having all these regulations if they're just going to some other country? Who cares if they get sick? I know, I'm just being, I'm just being that way. I'm, just, I'm not in a good mood, and Mexico's really pissed me off. Other countries that aren't on our side can go pound sand. Now, say what you want about the whomever female prime minister, but she was pretty adamant and pretty supportive of the United States of America. Prime Minister May. They say she's no Margaret Thatcher. And, then, and of course, Donald Trump's no Ronald Reagan. No, I would say you're right, because Ronald Reagan didn't do squat at this point in his presidency. How much has Donald Trump done? He, everyone's freaking out. But you said they would. If we got, if we, we were... You know what you have to treat yourself? It's a four-year term. You've got three years to get everything done. That's what you have. Three years. Then you have to start campaigning for the next election. So he's got three years to get his vast agenda done. And he intends to get it done as fast as humanly possible. It would, I am so happy. I am. I, I mean, I should be miserable, but I'm not. I'm happy. It, well, the other everything thing, just feels better. The other thing is that he, I mean, even my jackass neighbors finally sold his home and left. Let's hope he stays out of my life because now he's a trespasser. Yes, God has truly come back to the United States of America. We just found that out today, ladies and gentlemen. Ding dong, the witch is dead. Uh, the other thing is that what I was saying off air when we were talking last night, he actually went out and talked to us. He went to us and said, what is going, what's wrong? What do you see is going wrong? The Democrats, they're clueless. They don't know what the hell's wrong with us because they, they want to rule us. You're not understanding. The Democrats don't care what you think. They just care what they can get done. They don't give a rat's behind about what you think. Well, neither do the Republicans. What's wrong? You're not in charge. You weren't elected. Who are you? Same with the Republicans. Who am I? Well, it's a one-party system. I already told you that a thousand times. Why would you say something? Okay, it gets better. Read this. Read on, Macbeth. I'm not Macbeth. Anyway, I don't care if they have Walmart, Coca-Cola, and McDonald's. I don't. I don't know if Walmart cares if Mexico has Walmart. One of the most heavily trending hashtags is Adios Starbucks or Goodbye Starbucks. Referring to the Seattle company, which has opened hundreds of coffee houses here. How can they afford it? I don't it? know, Susan. Stop asking me <laughs> it's this. It's a $5 cup of coffee. I don't know. Maybe maybe they're all in the city where all the you know 
politique and military and uh, those people that, you know, in Mexico have all the power, money, and fun. Um, I'm assuming they're the ones that purchase this kind of stuff. We're not talking about the average Mexican, the ones so poor that they have to come over to America to find a job. I I don't hate those people. I don't, but I don't care. It's the rule of law. I, I, I separate my sympathies when it comes to the rule of law. All must do so. Nobody is above the law. I don't care how poor they are. I don't care. Tell me I would do the same thing. You don't know me. I would not invade a foreign country because my country sucks. No, we're trying to change our country. Just like I would try and change it just like I'm doing here. I would run away. That makes them cowards. And they're lazy, by the way. This notion that they're such hard workers has been going on for decades now. I have never seen a hardworking Mexican in my life. Not in my life. I don't know how slow you people work wherever you are. Like run circles around Mexicans. Back in the day when I used to do labor work. Yeah, I was doing the jobs nobody wanted to do. Landscaping, laborer. Me too. I'm smart. Waitress. I could do whatever I wanted, but that's what I was doing. Waitress, bartending. I didn't waitress ever. Dishes. I did dishes. <laughs> I did dishes too. Uh, not in a real restaurant you didn't. That's disgusting back in the 70s. Everybody smoked. Everything was thrown together in the bust thing. It was soggy, disgusting cigarette butts and ashes mixed in with leftover food. Ugh. It was, I hate cigarettes in general. That was extremely hard for me to do. I did that for a couple of weeks and I, and I, I had to say, I can't do this anymore. Unless you get them to throw those ashes somewhere else. I can't do this anymore. And he said, well, that's just how we do it. It's fast, faster. I know, but it's making me want to vomit. So I I apologize, but I'm going to have to give you notice. And I did. And I went and found a different job. All right, uh, where were we? Oh, the, the consume product thing? No, the boycott, you're past Coca-Cola. all that. Coca-Cola. Oh, there it is. The boycotts illustrate the defiant mood brewing in Mexico in reaction to Trump's tumultuous first week in the White House. I don't know about anybody. Everything's tumultuous. I think it's going swimmingly. <laughs> Things are moving Along at a nice pace. What what seems to be the problem? Because he's undoing everything. It's because these people are from Mexico. I told you that they're not. They're lazy. They'd rather sit around all day and do nothing than go to work. But God, you got to stop for siesta in the middle of the day. They have nap time. Oh, we got hard workers. <laughs> oh my goodness. President Enrique Pena Nieto. Canceled a bilateral meeting on Washington on Thursday. We already talked about that. After Trump insisted Mexico should pay for the border wall. Yeah, but he called him the next day. He talked to him on the phone the next day. I don't know who called who. <laughs> he, the, the Mexican president called Trump. Ooh, made the first move. Trump's winning. Don't, don't believe me? Read his book. The Art of the Deal. And I didn't even read it, but I know that's in there. Uh, where was I? The Mexican government and leading business lobbies have said the country should pull out of the North American Free Trade Agreement. Thank you. We agree. Or NAFTA. Rather than, there's no free trade going on, just so you know. 
rather than accept a bad rewrite. And opposition leader Andre Manuel Lopez Obrador. Why do they have like a bazillion names? Yeah, they, because they keep their, their mother's name and the father's name. It's just ridiculous. Has called for a lawsuit in the United Nations. Aha, you were right. They did go to the United <laughs> I Nations. I told you. Against the planned border wall. Let me explain how this works. Donald Trump doesn't give a crap what the United Nations has to say. As a matter of fact, piss him off and he might boot you off the island. <laughs> Yes, Manhattan is an island. Everyone knows that, right? No. Ah. If a trade war is brewing, it will not be fought on a level playing ground. Mexico has an economy that is only the tenth of the size of its northern neighbor, and U.S. import tariffs and the deportation of millions of migrants could push it into recession. Boo-hoo. But however, daunting the Trump White House is, Mexico looks like it won't go down without a fight. Oh, this must have been written before the phone call. Yep. Because, again, whoever moves first loses. We need to stand up to Trump's threats and his economic war, says Enzo Arbor Sosa, part of a collective called Mexicanos Agrita de Guerra. Who gives a crap? Or Mexicans to the shout of war. What's that supposed to mean? What war? Trade war. We, we're in a war. You've invaded our country. You've been at war with us for decades. Now it's time uh, we actually got involved. <clears throat> the group has social media accounts with hundreds of thousands of followers in which it has been heralding the cries to boycott U.S. companies. We need to support Mexican companies which provide jobs and maintain our macro economy. <laughs> if they provide jobs, why are older citizens over here? For jobs. Hitting U.S. companies could also take them, take make them pressure President Trump over his aggressive positions against Mexico. No, no, you just don't even want to bother to try. You can't hurt our, you can't hurt our economy. We don't care if you buy anything from us. We don't want to buy anything from you. Guess who's going to win that? Like you said, a tenth, less than a tenth of our economy. You really think you can stand up? Like we don't need you, but you definitely need us. Go ahead, try and sell your crap to South and Central America. Oh, now the whole uh, trade is open to Cuba. They can sell it to Cuba. There was good. That (laughs) only affected the United States. So why aren't they selling to Cuba? They probably are. They're more worried about us than Cuba. Or because they they had such a close economic relationship with the United States, they chose not to do business with Cuba. Which is the case, because they didn't. But now they can. They They, can sell to Cuba. They always could. But now Donald Trump's in it. No, they can't. (laughs) He hasn't even gotten to Cuba yet. But that's coming. And Gitmo. All this is coming. He's got a very aggressive... He's only been in a week. The whole world is freaking out, Brian. And and that was across a weekend. Uh, He doesn't stop on the weekend. I know, that's how come he's a billionaire instead of a schlub, working nine to five. Or or a Obaminous on the golf course. Obaminous doesn't know what work is. He hasn't worked a day in his life. Never in his life. Not one bit. Now all he wants to do is play golf. Good. Shut up and go play golf. Key part there is shut up. We didn't like you when you're president. We like you less now. Just shut up. 
it, oh, I could have won. No, if I had a third term, I could have won. You could not have won. You had less chance than Hitler, Rotten Clinton, the butcher of Benghazi. Everybody likes to think they, they can armchair this and have a crystal ball and see how it would have turned out if this would have happened, if that would have happened. It's like that's not how it works. You go well, back to history to learn your mistakes. You don't make excuses for your mistakes. They're, Dumbass. They're in denial, Brian. Of course they're in denial. Progressivism is a mental disorder, and it you have to be in constant denial to believe in that crap. Because anybody with half a brain should be able to look up this stuff and realize how stupid it is. Again, history teaches us, um, again, you're not progressing anywhere. Progressives are regressive. Anything that moves away from the U.S. Constitution is regressive. Because the, the Constitution, our government, was unique and new. And came after all the collectivist nonsense that failed and failed and failed again everywhere. My God, it's like, I just, you got to suspend any kind of disbelief to be a progressive. They were talking about people, Christians having faith in God, it's an imaginary thing. You have faith in something we already know has failed and is stupid. How bad is that? It seems a lot worse than believing in something you don't believe in. I know. That just, that just confused every progressive listening. Their heads just tied up in a knot. <laughs> Before you go on. Are we going to go to break? It's the Uncropping Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Jeff Carlisi from the band 38 Special. The mainstream media has failed the American people once again. Internet radio networks like Red State Talk Radio will not fail you. Tune in 24 hours a day, studios A and B. Great conservative programming around the clock. Red State Talk Radio, the dominant force in Internet conservative talk radio. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details, not available in all states. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. 
and you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the Term Lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. Attention users of the blood-thinning drug Xarelto. If you took the drug Xarelto and experienced complications such as cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, you may be eligible to get a cash award for your suffering. Call the Xarelto Help Hotline now at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. To qualify for a cash settlement, you must file a claim before the deadline. So don't miss your opportunity for a cash settlement. Call 855-719-3101 now for a free no-obligation consultation. Our call center is open 24-7. So if you took the drug Xarelto and experienced cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, call the Xarelto Help Hotline at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. That's 855-719-3101. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-917-2194-800-917-2194-800-917-2194. That's 800-917-2194. Okay, and welcome back to the Aquabit Radio Show. Our half of one. So why was that an up-down? What was a down, up, down, Mexican up? boycott. I, I assume you think because they're so upset about it, you're happy. Well, it's an up because... I we don't got, see what's down. The know. down is that they think that they keep, they have power over us. But it's us. not a down because it's not real. <laughs> is it fake hope? <laughs> yes, it's, it's a, it, it, it is. It's, it's sort of like the Mexicans have got beer muscles all of a sudden. The All the rest of these little countries are... are having the same attitude towards us good we they got beer muscles we don't like you anyway we're going to back and we're going to get, we're repairing our relationship with our friends and our supporters and our uh, companies that we have a our countries where we have a similar goal 
Well, you were saying that you heard something about um, the Prime Minister May and how she was so... Oh, it's, she, she was very gung-ho, but she's no conservative. From from what I have garnered from what, what we know about her. All I say is, I don't care. She says she wants to have a she has special relationship with the United States. Uh, says there is one, and we're going to support them. They support us. And God, blah 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 blah, and she was yelling at the at the parliament. So I assume this was a, a point of contention. But uh, yeah, no, she stood up for America and, and standing with us and being our allies. And so we'll just have to wait and see how it works out. You know, again, you don't know what kind of politician she could turn out to be after being exposed to Donald Trump. Okay, so the next one's an up. What he's he's a smart guy. He can win her over on economics and and to, you know change security all and security, Islam, say all of it. So the next one's an up. You have to scroll down, dear. Why? Because you're in the middle of the last article. It must have saved again, auto saved again. See, because that's where I was. Okay, so moving along to an up from the hill. Top Donald Trump aide Kellyanne Conway on Thursday hit back at Randy Weingarten, the president of the American Federation of Teachers, for criticizing the selection of Betsy Davos for education secretary. That's it. Contact your elected cockroaches. Confirm Betsy Davos. I've already started. Now you. Confirm Betsy Davos for education secretary. Weingarten on Wednesday called Davos a wealthy school choice advocate. Well, school choice isn't really for wealthy people. School choice is for poor people. Wealthy people have enough money to send their kids wherever they want to go and still pay their property taxes. Poor people can't. So, no, actually, this overwhelmingly helps poor families, not rich. And, of course, this is what they say all the time. School choice is for rich Black Poor black kids don't have a choice. Well, we just gave you one. A wealthy school choice advocate, ideological and anti-public ed. Conway shot back. A ringing endorsement for Betsy Davos, tapped for ed secretary from at our wine garden. That's right. Because you're against it, we're for it. See? Uh, it isn't ideological. It's factual. Conservatism isn't ideological. It's based on facts. It's based on history. It's based on what we know. It isn't pie in the sky. It's not ideological. Anti-public ed? No, you can have local public ed if that's what the local people decide. and this, Or the state, if the state decides. The federal government has no power over education. Or, believe it or not, reproduction. I say if they're vehemently against her, she must be the perfect choice because our goal is to get people off public education and get and get the federal government out of it. You want to keep it, you love it, you get it. We want to have private schools that we come together and we fund and we hire teachers for, then you do that, which is my choice. 
oh, look, another choice. Wait a minute. How come Democrats are suddenly uh, anti-choice? Aren't they always pro-choice? I'm just saying. Congrats, Betsy. Repeal, Common Core, increased choice. Davos, a billionaire GOP donor, once served as head of the Michiganistan Republican Party. She is married to Dick Davos, the son of billionaire patriarch Richard Davos Sr., co-founder of the direct selling company Amway. The Davos family has spent hundreds of millions of dollars over the past several decades on philanthropic and conservative causes. Weingarten said that with the nomination of Betsy Davos, Trump makes it loud and clear that his education policy will focus on privatizing, defunding, and destroying public education in America. Public education in America has been destroyed by the left-wing ideologues. Call them left-wing, liberal, progressive, socialist, commie, fascist, status bastards. I don't care. They're all commies, you get it? Get over yourselves. You're all commies. It don't matter how you label yourself, you're still a commie. So uh, public education is already destroyed. Their answer is give it more money. Our answer is no. There are more, there's more administrators involved in public education than there are teachers. Did you know that? I mean, vastly over the top, too many chiefs and not enough Indians. That's where your money goes. All these high paid bureaucratic jobs with benefits and, and retirement, etc. You got to pay for that. You got once they're into, into the bureaucracy, if they make it to retirement, you're paying them forever till they die. Even though they're not doing a damn thing for us, how does that sound intelligent? So I say confirm Davos because I'm for getting rid of what we government. Education. I don't want government education. Government isn't it. Federal government's not allowed to be in education business. Sorry, it's not in there. Never granted that power. It has to literally say it or it doesn't happen. No, you can't interpret the Constitution. That's called a textualist. Every textualist on the bench needs to be impeached. That means we're not following the rule of law. We don't care what the law says as long as we can make twist it to make it say what we want. No, no more textualists in the courts. Bye-bye. I'm, I'm going to be calling for it and pushing and pushing and pushing. So maybe the Trump administration will pay attention to something I said, Ed. You need to impeach those Supreme Court justices in the left block. They have proven themselves to serve in times of bad behavior. They are required to serve in good behavior. This is not judicial good behavior. And yes, I don't care what the other judges or the people in in charge of the Judge uh, Association of America, I don't really care. The Lawyer Association, Bar Association, they're all in it together. I don't care what they have to say. Do you? Why do you listen to them? They're lawyers. They're morons. Look, anyone that winds its way through this system of law after studying it must not understand that This is not what the Founding Fathers envisioned when they said common law. Not British common law. Common law. It's a difference. Look it up. No, they didn't want British common law. They left British common law. Everyone says, but it says common law. Yes, notice the word British isn't there. They wanted 
natural rights. This was the Enlightenment period. We were considered the country leading the world in Enlightenment. And now we're getting just as dirty and petty and screwed up as the rest of the world. Again, no government can serve man without God. So you keep putting non-godly people in power and you will keep losing your liberty until one day we'll all be standing on line for food. Hey, I've stayed in line for food before. I can do it again. I don't think you're going to like it. We're putting godly people in power, Brian. Trump actually went to church his first weekend that he was elected. Coffee grounds. I think Obama, like, was, what, dialing it in on his BlackBerry? I don't think he was dialing anything in. You mean, was he? Oh, no, his spiritual guide was sending him daily messages for him to contemplate. I have people do that in my inbox, and I'm not even president of the United States. It doesn't stop me from going to church. Inspirational messages. Wow, I get this bunch of people that send those to me. So many that I can't read them. <laughs> I, I can't read all my emails. I can't. I try, but it's it, it's difficult. And for all you Facebook people over there, Twitter, all I'm not that engaged in interacting right now. Our health's been bad. We've had a lot of problems. Uh, it's been rough. So hopefully this new year is going to turn everything around. But again, I feel that I, I think that all Trump supporters have to pay a price for supporting him and winning. So, Whatever. If this is what it takes to get someone in office that's not going to end up slapping shackles on my fellow citizens, okay. You found it down. You told me before the show you couldn't find one down. That was yesterday. Okay. I found one. Oh. Well, you didn't tell me that. I actually found an up down. You just did it before, but you didn't say it was a down. (laughs) From the Associated Press... Democrat lawmakers on Thursday introduced a bill supporters say would make California the first state to add a third gender option on state-identifying documents. Wow. That place gets more fruits and nuts by the day. Can't they see everything (laughs) they have done has caused their state to to just fall apart? It's gone downhill. But they just keep doubling down the same garbage. And then they complain and they picket when businesses leave. Hey, doofus, maybe you should have been picketing for what made them leave. Can only get so much juice out of an orange. You know what I'm saying? State Senator Tony Atkins' bill would add a non-binary gender marker option for driver's licenses, birth certificates, identity cards, and gender change court orders. I say we all move to no longer recognize the state of California's official records as they've gone bonkers. A San Diego Democrat says SB 179 would also simplify the process for changing one's gender on those documents. I have bad news for you, though, that, that pesky Article 4 gets in the way of this. We have to recognize all official 
records from every state. That's in the Constitution. That's why I say, oh, we're not going to recognize marriage certificates from here. But you can't do that because, unfortunately, marriage certificates are official state and county records. Are they not? Yes, they are. Filed in the courthouse. Therefore, you have to recognize it. You have no choice. Again, it's all in the Constitution. Of course, that could be amended. SB 179 would end the requirements that a person get a doctor's sworn statement and appear in court even if no objections have been filed when petitioning to change their gender on official documents. The bill would also allow minors to apply for a gender change on their birth certificate. That's wonderful. Minors are too stupid to be able to think for themselves, but the court has just said they can. They can choose for themselves before they are of age where they're supposed to be able to make these kinds of choices. Oh, no, they give it to them now. Oh, hell, why don't you give it to them at birth? Let, let them vote, too. Meh, meh. Be as good as everybody on the left. I, at least there's a 50-50 chance she'll choose the right one. This legislation would be the first of its kind in the country. Of course, California loves to be the leader in wackadoo. I mean, this is definitely a state issue, but good Lord. Have they not noticed that old (laughs) adage, California leads and the rest of the country follows? Haven't they noticed they've been leading way ahead of us and we're not following? Did did they catch that yet? Uh, Is that when they're screaming when they look back? How come you're not following me? Because you're a doofus and you're going to walk off a cliff. and I don't want to walk off a cliff. Uh (laughs) who works with Equality California, a group that advocates for LGBTQ rights and is co-sponsoring Atkins Bill. A person who identifies as transgender and is non-binary, this piece of legislation is important to me on a personal level. Yes, because they keep telling you there's nothing wrong with you and they do these things for you. You should be in a mental hospital. You're dangerous to yourself and others, and yes, they are. Michael said during a press conference on the bill, for the first time, Californians would have accurate gender markers and truly reflect who we are. No, no, no. Gender markers are chromosomes, X or Y. If you have a Y, you're a boy. If you have an XX, you're a girl. That's simple. XY boy, XX girl. Got it? XY. That's it. The rest of it's mental. That's biological. That's biology. The rest of it is mental. That's just a fact. That's biology, and that's uncontested fact. And it's all in their head is also not uncontested. Some think there's a weird gene or something. Well, there isn't. They they said they thought they found it, I don't know, years ago, and still there's no uh no no gene. It's always mental health issues that's they're just nuts okay well that's why this is the land of fruits and nuts and you're doing them no favor doing stuff like this and encouraging them to remain nuts they're very unhappy people as a group that's why gay is absurd just like left groups choose the opposite of what we are i know we'll call ourselves gay we're miserable the federal government does not offer a third gender option for official documents such as passports The issue drew national attention in November when a federal judge asked the U.S. State Department 
to reconsider its decision to deny a passport to a Colorado resident who does not identify as male or female. Sorry, you see, there's certain things we need to know. So when someone says, someone robbed me, raped me, shot at me, and they give a description, we like to know whether they're male or female. It cuts down the, the suspect list, you see. That's why these descriptions are so important. You know, even if they identify as a cow, a cow has a gender. <laughs> but they don't. They, they, they're a human being, and yet they're broken. But there's nothing wrong with them. Yes, there is. I do not hate homosexuals. I would not go after homosexuals and do Bible curtains versus Adam. I wouldn't do anything. I leave, if they leave me alone, I leave them alone. Whatever you do behind closed doors is your own business. You brought it out from behind closed doors. You're out of the bedroom and you're saying, stay out of my, out of my life. No, you stay out of the public square. You don't get to do that. You want us out of your bedroom, we're out of your bedroom. Conservatives have no interest in your bedroom. The way you behave in public, on the other hand, that's an entirely different matter. And the way you might behave at work for your employer is another matter. Again, there's not, I don't know any stable homosexuals. I Sorry, never met one. When I, I used to hang out in a homosexual bar, which my aunt, the lesbian, owned. Oh, she was a bull dyke, man. She beat up guys. A big woman. <laughs> I went play pool, hustled pool with her every day for Cokes. But I will tell you who knew who knew them better than the seven year old boy. My aunt told everybody. She she quieted the bar, smacked the baseball bat on the thing, said, Shut up. That's my nephew Brian. Anybody puts a hand on him and you're going to have to answer to me. Do I make myself clear? They're all like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't worry. Uh, but see, she those are her clientele. She's a lesbian. They're homosexual. She's homosexual. But she didn't trust her fellow homosexuals to keep them hands to themselves, now, did she? And who do you think knows better than she does? Look, I'm sorry, uh, you know, life handed him a rough hand, but life hands all of us a rough hand at times. And, you know, everyone gets their time in the barrel. But if you try and elevate your status without improving yourself, you're fooling yourself and have gone nowhere. Oh, boy, here we go again. Government lawyers argue that moving beyond two gender choices on federal documents would hamper officials' ability to verify identities and backgrounds because they rely on state documents, including driver's licenses and birth certificates, with only male and female gender options. The California Family Council, a conservative Christian group, opposes adding a gender options beyond male and female to state documents. The group's CEO, Jonathan Keller, said, we believe government documents need to reflect biological facts for identification and medical purposes, Keller said in a statement on SB 179. Laws like this will simply erase any meaningful gender definitions if being male or female is completely divorced from biological facts. Senator Scott Weiner is co-authoring SB 179 and said he thinks California should lead the way in enacting protections for transgender people. It seems everybody with the last name Wiener are real Wieners. 
I wonder if they're related. The wieners. They sure sound alike. <laughs> the trans community is under assault in this country. No, 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 uh-uh. Wrong. Uh-uh. White heterosexual males are under assault in this country. The homosexuals, LGBTQs, they're accosting us. We are under assault by your community. California needs to go in the opposite direction. The San Francisco demon grad said, when they go backwards, we go forwards. You're not going forward, you moron. You're going backwards and calling it forward. You're like France. That's what I mean. They live in their own world. It's fantasy. We're go- oh, they go backwards, we go forward. Forwards towards what? You are going in the wrong direction if you want to go forward. Destroying civilization is no way to go forward, you moron. That's backwards in time. All these things are part of what makes a civilization civil. Not all these progressive nightmare experimentation in social engineering. Again, there's no power in the in the Constitution to allow them to do any of this. No, they can't protect squat. No, the Civil Rights Act is unconstitutional and therefore doesn't exist. Moving right along from the sicko people to an from freebaking.com A FedEx driver saved an American flag from protesters who were trying to burn it on Thursday. The protesters had gathered at the pedestrian mall in Iowa City, Iowa. The FedEx driver was able to grab the flag right before the demonstrators set it on fire. An unidentified passerby said, I'm with this guy, referring to the driver. And that's the end of the story. Yeah, because we're standing up to them now, Brian. We're not afraid anymore. We're not hiding in the shadows. I told you no one better burn a flag in my presence. I don't care what you say. The First Amendment does not apply to me. I am not a government. Bill of Rights does not apply to me. There are no protections for me in the Bill of Rights. Only protections from the national government. Me, on the other hand, have free will. And I'm going to do what comes natural. The flag is mine, and if you don't back off, I'm going to take you to the ground. The whole lot of you. And and in the picture... There was a bunch of people standing around trying to burn that flag, and he went right up to them. They're all cowards. There's like ten of them. They're not going to do anything. Got to be kidding me. But that's important because across the country, conservatives and people who believe in the Constitution and and the the law are standing up now because we feel empowered. Unfortunately, I wish we felt empowered before. Oh, there's no saying this guy wouldn't have done the same thing before. But I'm I'm seeing more and more stories of everyone saying, you lost. Well. Get over it. That Elections are not supposed to have consequences. No, they're not supposed to, but this is the lot where we are. Because of the Constitution. It is the rule of law. It doesn't matter what the majority party is. They're not allowed to do anything that the Constitution doesn't already tell them they're allowed to do. And it doesn't leave, live or breathe or anything else. And i got to go to break. So I'm and Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause We'll be right back.
You live here? Yes. Well, maybe you know what a zombie is. When a person dies and is buried, it seems there's certain voodoo priests who, who have the power to bring him back to life. Horrible. It's worse than horrible because a zombie has no will of his own. You see them sometimes walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You mean like Democrats? Operation Homefront operates programs with the goal of making a difference in military family quality of life. They serve younger families of deployed service members, typically in the ranks of E1 through E6 in all branches of the armed forces. Operation Homefront provides a wide range of programs and is dedicated to helping the families our troops leave behind. For more information, please visit their website at operationhomefront.net. Okay, we have a little humor for you called You Might Be a Liberal. If you think Durka Durka Murtha Jihad is your hero, you might be a liberal. If you sit around all day thinking about ways of getting rid of President George W. Bush, you might be a liberal. If your children are channel surfing on the television and they come across the Fox News channel, and suddenly stand up and yell, Heil Hitler! Uh, you might be a liberal. If you think Rush Limbaugh is the Antichrist, you might be a liberal. If you think the United Nations should rule the world, you might be a liberal. If you feel that Bill Clinton was the best president in the history of the United States of America, you might be a liberal. If you vote for a candidate because they are good-looking, you might be liberal. If you think Nancy Pelosi is brilliant, you might be liberal. If you base your life on the slogan, if it feels good, do it, you might be liberal. If you're waiting for utopia to begin, you might be a liberal. If you believe there is no right or wrong, but it's a personal decision, man, you might be a liberal. And lastly, if you name your children Moon Unit, Apple, or Seven, you might be a liberal. Hidden cameras caught Mrs. Helen Grouse of Columbus, Ohio, in the act of shoplifting at an A&P store. We asked other shoppers if they'd be deterred from shoplifting if we punished Mrs. Grouse by killing her. Let's listen. Excuse me, ma'am. Have you ever shoplifted? Well, well, yeah, yes, I have. Oh? Yeah, on occasion I snitched a can of salmon or a jar of artichoke carts. From... Well, let me ask you this. What? Here's a woman we just caught shoplifting. Oh, boy. Now, if we were to punish her mm -hmm. by killing her, mm -hmm. right now, would that convince you not to shoplift? Uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's kind of an impulse sort of thing, and I really doubt if you'd kill her. I mean, I'd have to say, I, 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 I'd probably shoplift again. I see. Well, watch this. We are! Now, what have we done? Well, uh, uh, you just shot her in the head. And would you say that she's dead? Well, her whole head is blown off. Yeah, she's she's dead all right, yeah. Now, let me ask yeah, you again. Yeah. Do you think we've convinced you not to shoplift? 
Well, I have to say I'd never shoplift again. Why do you say that? Well, you just proved to me that you'd kill someone if they shoplifted. I saw it with my own eyes. You're not just saying that. No, no, no. I'm really convinced. You won't change your mind. Nope. I'll never shoplift again. At A&P, we won't stop trying till we make you say... We are... Welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show, Hour 2. I hate doing this, but it's I can't not do it. Do what? Well, the last show we did was the um, Where Are We on the War on Terror, which is Muslims. We can't get away from talking about them, and now it's the Fuzzy Muslim Report. We just, I can't get away from it. You just said Muslims it. twice. You meant homosexuals. No, Muzzies. We just did the Muzzy Report last show. I usually don't try to do it like that, but I can't stop. It, it's just too much. If you really knew, it'd be a lot worse. Go see how much Pamela Geller and uh, Jihad Watch puts up every day. There's a lot of stories going on in the United States of America alone, not even considering across the world. It's getting worse. It. Yep. <laughs> well, now, because I did this last show, I have to do it again. I have to push the button. Well, push the button. And now, from Hezbollah Toys, just in time for Ramadan, the good and peaceful people at Wacky.com and Hezbollah bring you the Jihad Joe action figure. Pull his string, and he shouts, Allah Akbar, and kill the infidels. Pull it again, and Jihad begins to sweat profusely, and screams, Everyone back up, or I will blow myself up. On the third pull, Jihad Joe shouts, I am serious. On the fourth and final pull, Jihad Joe begins to say something we cannot quite make out before exploding in a dazzling and immensely gratifying display of holy fire and smoke. For added fun, dress Jihad in a burqa before detonation. Get your Jihad Joe today. Supplies are limited, and once they are gone... Thank Allah they are gone. Coming soon, Parker Barbie. Okay. La, 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 la. <laughs> the Fuzzy Muzzy Report. From World Net Daily. President Donald Trump signed an executive order Friday that will pause the resettlement of third-world refugees into the United States for 120 days while a system of, quote-unquote, extreme vetting is put in place. And as we speak, it's all happening. People are being detained in airports all across the country. They had to because Obama made a last-ditch effort to bring them all into the country. And they're stopping everything overseas. Everything is stopped. Uh, extreme vetting. He also put a, a ban on certain countries that, you know, are Muslim controlled. Seven. Iraq, Afghanistan, Yemen. It's going to list it. Uh, oh, uh, Lebanon. <clears throat> anyway, uh, right away, someone's got to have, uh, uh they, they work so hard to find something negative to say about everything. 
It's like, oh, really? Where's Saudi Arabia in this one on the list? They were the nine one one hijackers came from there. Saudi Arabia and Pakistan. They're complaining about because the, currently, uh, and oh no, Egypt. They're complaining about as well. Uh, Saudi Arabia and Egypt. There are allies in, in uh, war on ISIS. You know, I I know nobody wants to think things through on the left, but come on. I hope you listen to the radio show because uh, you get a lot of things wrong, dude. <laughs> I heard people on the right saying that as well, Brian. Saying what? Supposedly on the right. Saying what? Well, how come we didn't put a ban on Pakistan and Egypt and Saudi it was, Arabia? It was just Saudi Arabia and Egypt. Uh, I'll say it less later on what it was. But anyway, I sa- and I said, that, well, they're all our allies. What are you, crazy? And he said he's not done. This is just the beginning. Now, he might put them on the list regardless of them being our allies. Because, well, let's put it this way. Who do you think spends lots of money to build these crappy mosques in our country? Yeah, Saudi Arabia. So, sooner or later, he's going to have to deal with Saudi Arabia. And it has nothing to do with oil. We have more oil under the United States of America than they have in all of the Middle East combined. There was a mosque burned to the ground yesterday morning in Texas. What a horror. No, please, stop. Don't. Oh. <laughs> Most people won't get that reference. But it's actually self. It's it's not something. It's something that you just you would kind of say even before that movie. It was just an old way of saying things. Anyway, so 120 days stream vetting. Stream vetting means they're going back. Because there's no way to extreme vet them. With the stroke of a pen, Trump set off a firestorm of criticism from the media, the religious establishment, business leaders, and especially those in the business of resettling refugees. Oh, big surprise there. None of these have any vested interest in having these pieces of crap come here, right? I don't know what they think is going to happen, except for the resettlement refugees, these businesses. They're all going to be on welfare. You're not going to make any money off refugees. They, they don't believe in work. They've never had to work. In many of these countries, there is no work. The volunteer agencies are VOLAGs. That's a wonderful acronym. Which get paid by the government to resettle refugees, stand to lose millions of dollars in federal grants during the 120 days they sit idle. Well, you'd lose a lot more if they'd take me up on that, uh, you know, what do they call them? Class action suit. You're responsible for everybody you resettle here. You personally are going to pay. If they do anything, you're going to pay the price. That's what has to happen. If they're so confident that they're vetted, they are the ones putting them in place. They are getting money from the government to do it. They are responsible for who they place in the community and for what it's done to the community. Trust me on this. Someone somewhere, some smart lawyer somewhere is going to listen to the show one day, and he's going, you know what? He's right. There's money to be made here. <laughs> and, that's the, and that's it. All those millions of dollars that they made, well, they can take them back. Now they have nothing. Good. That's what we want them to have because they're pieces of crap. I'd, I'd even consider taking their citizenship away and deporting them to a foreign Muslim country. Just saying. 
The executive order itself uh, seemed relatively mild to those who have been watching the refugee program for years with a critical eye. Watchdogs such as Anne Corrin at Refugee Resettlement Watch. Every time I say refugee, it's just me. No one else is saying it. Uh, said she is concerned that after the 120-day pause expires, things will go back to business as usual. Nothing with Trump's going to be business as usual. It is just a four-month moratorium that is nowhere near adequate, Kokorin told It's Roma already making one day, and it's already making a huge impact. What do you mean does it make a difference? Those people aren't allowed in. And they're not going to be allowed in unless they can be extremely vetted. And they can't. So they're going to go back. Or they're going to go to relocation camps. But they're not going to be allowed into society. Uh, Donald Trump has had enough of that crap. As have we. I don't. It's not my job to take other people's pieces of crap into my country. To destroy my country. No thank you. That sounds idiotic. Isn't it self-destructive? How much like the left? They're so self-destructive. Every one of them is fighting for an ideal that will enslave them if they succeed. This is why they call them useful idiots. Because they work towards their own serfdom. Uh, Anyway, this is uh, four months. Has to be used an opportunity for Congress to reform the law, the Refugee Act of 1980. Well, it's unconstitutional. Get it's rid not, of it. There's nothing in the Constitution about Get ref- rid of it. refugees, and never was there ever thought about. You know, ever. you know who brings re- refugees in? The the states. You know who brings all immigrants in under the Constitution? The states. The United States of America only has power over rules of naturalization. Why would they need uniform rules of naturalization? Why did the states ask for this? Think about it. Why would the states need the government to give them uniform rules to make their immigrants citizens? Because that's all naturalization is. It has nothing to do with immigration. Oh, the migration clause, that has to do with slavery. Move along. Nothing to be seen here. Everybody that knows the Constitution knows full well the states love power for immigration. Period. And we should go back to the Constitution. And we will. We're headed in the right direction. This election was phase one. We're nowhere near done. Again, the left never stops. Evil never stops. We can't stop. Kagarin said the Republican-controlled Congress was quote-unquote, too chicken, to do anything to reform the refugee system, but they are happy to let Trump take the heat. One facet of the program that could stand to be changed is allowing the United Nations to pick which refugees get sent to America. These UN-selected refugees tend to be more Muslim than Christian. I think it's 98.9%. Well, it's close if that's not it. These U.S. slave rape tend to be more Muslim and Christian, even though Christians are the victims of a declared genocide in the Middle East. That's right. They are the only true refugees. And they're refugees. Congress should have been having field hearings where congressmen and senators go around the country and hear from the people how the influx of these U.N. refugees has transformed their cities and towns and not in a positive way, Kukorin said more fearful of global warming than Islamic terror. As for the furious backlash against Trump, Kukar said it's a matter of conflicting world news. 
There are many people in these volags who just don't have the fear of what we do. Either of the terrorism or of turning over our culture to something that is evil, she said. They're scared to death of global warming, but not scared about Islam creeping into our culture and taking over. She said they're evil too. To the contrary. Refugee backers expressed horror and dismay at the thought of slowing down the influx of third-worlders, who in many cases are plucked from hotbeds of jihadism in Syria, Somalia, Iraq, and Afghanistan, and placed into dozens of U.S. cities without any input or consent of the taxpaying residents of those cities. Now, notice what they notice what countries they mention. Plucked from the hotbeds of jihadism in Syria, Somalia, Iraq, and Afghanistan. He added Yemen. Because that's where they're all coming from. Yo, what about Saudi? There's no refugees coming from Saudi Arabia. Syria. Somalia. Yemen. Not Afghanistan, sure. Iraq. Which all, Iraq could easily be fixed. Afghanistan, too. Uh, one of my friends mentioned that, you know, maybe my old opinions from the old days when I started doing this over 10 years ago still holds true. How, do I feel still have the same sentiments that I did back then about turning the Middle East into a giant sheet of glass? The answer is no. Haven't changed my opinion about it at all. The world would be a better place, but it's not going to happen. We're stuck with the Muslims till the end of time because they are the ones we're going to fight in the end times. They're what's discussed in the Bible. They are going to be the scourge that's going to light the world on fire that we're going to be fighting. So we can't eliminate Islam. It's, it's, it's already ordained. It's done. They're going to be here till the end of time. Well, you know, you got to have the evil side of, of the end times for the end times to work. They're the evil side. <clears throat> well, just look into, you know, it's easier just to read books by people that have studied the, this stuff in depth, like uh, uh, Jihad Watch, uh, Robert Spencer has great books on this. Trying to study the religion itself, it, you're looking at probably a year of your life, at least, if you can find somebody to help walk you through it certain sections of it just like you have to do with the torah with a rabbi because it's hard to understand sometimes um it's going to be a difficult time but you you can trust robert spencer i'm going to tell you right now i've known robert spencer since i started before i started this i was just a blogger and uh he's always been factual always been truthful always always has references to all everything he does you can trust his books Other than that, I don't know who else's books you can trust. I know you can trust his, and basically, uh, based on what he, I know he's written, you don't need any other books. In fact, the one book you need, that the most important book he ever wrote, is one of his first books. The Politically Incorrect Guide to Islam and the Crusades by Robert Spencer. Highly recommend it. This will give you an insight into Islam, which is not a religion, but a blueprint for a theocratic empire, uh, will will make you will understand it you'll you'll get it and you won't have to spend half your life pulling your hair out trying to translate from whatever 
I don't even know what, I guess Arab, Arabic. <clears throat> okay, anyway, where were we? Creeping into our culture. To the contrary, refugee backers express horror and dismay at the thought of slowing down the influx of third worlders. <laughs> Some of the refugees have made good citizens, while others have committed criminal acts or carried out terrorist attacks. Okay, again, I'm going to tell you again. The refugees that are behaving themselves, they don't want any trouble. Now, They're waiting. Yet. Until there's enough of them to make trouble, then they'll change their tune. This is what they've done throughout history. This is not something you, I have to have a crystal ball for. Again, I've learned from history. They've been in history since 7th century A.D. And they've been doing the same thing ever since 7th century. They haven't changed one bit. Not their playbook, nothing. They've been doing the same exact thing to every everybody that they've taken over throughout the ages. It wasn't until they built up an, a real a massive army that they started to uh, actually go to war, out and out war, jihad, if you will, against everybody that isn't Muslim. <laughs> yeah, the Crusades uh, were in response to the invasion of Europe by the Muslim horde. Leading the charge against Trump's executive orders Friday were the nine Volags. I, you know, I'm starting to like that name. I know. Which get paid by the government for every refugee they resettle in America. A conflict of interest none of them disclosed in their press releases. These Volags include the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops, commies, Lutheran Immigration and Refugee Services, commies, Evangelical Group World Relief, commies, Global Commies, Church World Services, Commies, Hebrew Immigration Aid Society, believe it or not, Commies, Episcopal Migration Ministries, absolutely Commies, the International Rescue Committee, ditto, and the U.S. Committee for Refugees and Immigrants, ditto. This is all left-wing globalist tripe, trying to use a crisis and take advantage of us to inflict upon us a cancer that'll eat at us from within. And we are running around embracing it like dummies. All the protests that are going on across the country at airports. Again, they they work so hard for their own enslavement. I don't understand it. They, the end product of what they want is enslavement. Man, you know... It's so people just aren't interested in history. Oh, that's old fogey stuff. Well, no, it's old. It has nothing to do with fogies. Uh, it just it's happened already. So you can learn from something that's already happened that went wrong. You can't learn from anything that you make up in your head that's supposed to be good. Oh no, if we do this, oh everything's going to be great. Well, how do you know? That's what the progs do all the time. They're always telling us what's going to happen in the future. Oh, if he does this, this bad thing's going to happen if this, we do this. Or this great thing's going to happen if we do that. And it's always this, I got the almighty Kreskin in my head. Never do they go to point the facts. Okay, well, here they did it here. They tried it here. This is the outcome. It was good. It did this. Oh, okay. Well, if you can prove to me that, you know, it has a positive outcome that doesn't take away the liberties of my people, then I'm for it. But they don't. They just repeat the nonsense talking points. They can't explain anything because they don't understand anything. So it's one-way conversation, always. <clears throat> the federal government pays these agencies 2000 
and $50 for every refugee they resettle in the U.S. How much time does it take on their end to do this? I want to know. Because, I mean, mean, for every refugee, I mean, one family, what? That could be four or five refugees per family, right? Yeah. I'll just say. So they get $2,000 apiece. How much time do they have to spend with these people exactly? That's not even the main point. What is that, like $2,000 an hour? The main point is that that's our taxpayer dollars. Right. That's why I'm upset about how much they're paying. Even You've got to be kidding even me. Even if I wanted this, that's too much money. Oh, absolutely not. You don't do that. You make a blanket contract. From this amount, from this date to this date, you'll resettle whoever we bring in here. You can put limits on it, whatever the case may be, up front in a contract. But uh, but it's a this is all you're going to get from a contract. I don't care if it costs you more money. That's all you're getting. And you're going to fulfill the contract, and that's the end of that. That's the way to do business. This, oh, 2000 for every, well, it's incumbent on them to bring more in. The other way, it doesn't matter how many you bring in, this is all you're getting. See the difference? No incentive. Well, you don't want them here anyway, but what you're saying, at the minimum, that's how it should be. Right, if you were going to do this unconstitutional crap, that's what you should do. But they don't even do that right. They, they're doing unconstitutional crap, and they're saying it's good, and yet they can't do it right. So that it's good for we the people. Oh, it'll be good later on. Your great great grandchildren will appreciate it. Oh, you see it to the future yet again, Greskin. My grandchildren are going to appreciate what you're doing to this country. Not my grandchildren. Maybe your grandchildren. Oh, but not my grandchildren. My grandchildren are going to be tearing down this government. It's my grandchildren going to be doing. Anyway, so uh, of course, this was all started at the Dimmy Jimmy Carter. <clears throat> and they've settled more than 3 million refugees since the Refugee Act of 1980 was signed by then-President Jimmy Dimmy Carter. Stabbing sprees in Minnesota and Ohio. Bombings in New York. Nothing's happening, folks. It's Trump. The world is going to come to the end because of Donald Trump, but these Muslims are not a problem. How did, how did William Shatner get in here? I mean, they, they, they live in a state of complete disbelief. Oh, he's like, you got to be kidding me, man. Your fellow citizens get blown up by these pieces of crap you blown in here, and you, you're more worried about what Donald Trump's going to do? Jeez, man, you've already helped screw up the country quite enough. Could please people go out and get a real education idea to learn the facts and learn what the world is, how the world runs, and how liberty is the best thing for everybody involved. That's what we need to happen. Education, 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 please. No detriment to those patriots that think the the convention of states is a good idea. They're mistaken. They're misled by their main leader, Mark Levin, which wrote a ridiculous book. And that everyone thinks is brilliant. <clears throat> Where was I? Some. Some. No, oh, I said Mark Levin. I said, uh, oh, the Convention of States. Yeah, you already. You already. The Convention of States is not going to work, but, but but it just won't. It's it will work later if if we take back the states, but it cannot work until we educate the people. Even the founding fathers said it, and, when, and they said it, when it gets this bad which I can't even put into context because they were talking about something that's laughable compared to what we've allowed happen to this country. And they said then the only tool available 
because when the people stop t- stop controlling the national government, then and the people forget that they're supposed to be vigil with the government, then the only answer is education. It didn't say a convention of the states. What good is it to send a moron to the convention of states? Or should I say hundreds of morons? How many people do you think know U.S. history, the founding of the nation, and the Constitution, and what it really means? Uh, that they would send there. How many? You think we might get one or two in there? <laughs> Maybe? We need all of them to understand the Constitution and limited government and liberty. That's, that's what we're going for. Remember our plan. You take it back from the ground up. Focus on the plan. Start at the school board. Don't go anywhere till you succeed. After the school board, you go to your zoning board, your county commissioners, uh, mayor, etc., etc., all the way up to state legislatures, and finally the governor is replaced by like-minded people that understand liberty and limited government and freedom and the Constitution. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? When that happens, the states reassert their constitutional authority. They kick the feds out, and that's the that's really that's the simple end of the story, right there. I don't know what's going to happen from that point. I don't know how many states will be doing this at the same time. I don't know a lot of things, but I do know one thing: uh, recent altercations with citizens in the government, i.e., out in Oregon and uh, the Bundys at the Bundy Ranch. They've proven that people will come from all over to back your back your play if you're making the right play. This wasn't even on a grand enough scale to make a great difference, and people still came from all over. In fact, the people that were at the head of it were, were from Arizona. They weren't even from Oregon. And it's a complicated thing, but, he, but, he, but he's been acquitted. Uh, I forget his name. His last name's Bundy. I forget his first name, but... He went he went through trial already and the jury would not convict him. He was found innocent. All charges dropped. Gone. That's the power of the jury. That's the power of the jury. The jury said, I don't care what the law says. Uh they were doing the right thing. They weren't hurting anybody. They didn't brandish weapons. They didn't shoot at anybody. The only people who were doing any shooting were the state troopers. And with that, we're going to take a commercial break. This is your cooperative radio show. You stay tuned. Cause we'll be right back. We are the socialists. You will be assimilated. Your individual liberties, personal freedoms, and mental individuality will be added to our own. Resistance is futile. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 
800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. Sample rates cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. Attention users of the blood-thinning drug Xarelto. If you took the drug Xarelto and experienced complications such as cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, you may be eligible to get a cash award for your suffering. Call the Xarelto Help Hotline now at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. To qualify for a cash settlement, you must file a claim before the deadline. So don't miss your opportunity for a cash settlement. Call 855-719-3101 now for a free no-obligation consultation. Our call center is open 24-7. So if you took the drug Xarelto and experienced cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, call the Xarelto Help Hotline at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. That's 855-719-3101. If you are struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813. This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-917-2194-800-917-2194-800-917-2194. That's 800-917-2194. Okay, and welcome back to the Young Cooperative Radio Show, Hour Half of Two. All right, if you want to call the show, it's 
406-565-4189. Do not feel the need to call my show. If you'd like to call my show, I'm letting you call my show. I'm giving you the opportunity. But not to say, hi, how are you? And you're doing a great show. And we can get together off air to do that, okay, if you wanted to do that. Uh, no, if you want to add to it, you think I'm, I'm forgetting something, or I didn't bring something up that I should have, or got something completely wrong, call the show. 406-565-4189. You do know you say that way too fast. I've purpose. said it four times. <laughs> By now, they could have written it down. <laughs> if not, they didn't follow the first instruction. Uh, they did bring their number two pencil to class. Always pen and paper, pen and paper. We're listening to the show. I expect you to look up everything that you question that I say that you don't know is a fact and find out for yourself it is the fact. All right. Some of the most recent bad apples resettled in America by these agencies include Dahir Ahmad Adan and Abdul Ali Atan, both from Somalia, one of the biggest piece of crap hellholes on the planet. Aiden carried out a brazen knife attack at the Crossroads Mall in St. Cloud, Minnesota stand on September 17, wounding 10 shoppers. Oh, no. What did he do? How did he wound them? What did he use? A knife. Oh, my God. we got to get rid of pointy kitchen knives now. Laugh. That's what they did in Scotland. On November 28th, Artan rammed his vehicle into a gathering of fellow students at Ohio State University, then got out and started stabbing them with a butcher knife, injuring 11. Told you, butcher knife. Can't have butcher knife anymore. Only Ginsu's. No, not Ginsu. What am I talking about? What's that Japanese one? Forget what the knife's called now. I have no idea. It doesn't have a point on the end. It's, it's got a rounded nose. On the day, same day Aiden went on a stabbing spree in St. Cloud, another refugee, Ahmad Rahimi of Afghanistan, planted pipe bombs in the Chelsea neighborhood of Manhattan. And when they went off, 29 people were wounded, seven of them critically, and I haven't even heard of that one. Never even heard of it. Sexual assaults mounting. Then there are three refugee boys in Twin Falls, Idaho. This one we've reported on over and over again. Two from Sudan, a third from Iraq, who sexually assaulted a five-year-old girl with special needs inside the laundry room of a low-income apartment complex last June. Again, a HUD housing complex. This is welfare housing. This is where they put the refugees. So, oh, great. They're even, look how horrible they are. They're they're mean to poor poor, uh, black people and brown people that are already here. By putting these in their poor apartment complexes. They've made they've made it even more violent than the inner cities were before. In another case, a 39-year-old Somali refugee named Liban Mohammed attempted to sexually assault a disabled woman at a nursing home in Aberdeen, South Dakota, but was caught red-handed by a caregiver with his hand between the woman's legs. He was convicted on December 20, and his sentence is set for January 30th. Another refugee, Imad Hasso, from Syria, was charged in July with sexually assaulting a 13-year-old girl at a public swimming pool in the Boston area. 
In many of these cases, the refugees told authorities they had no clue what they were doing was wrong, as it is permitted or at least tolerated in their cultures back home. And if you have a problem with how fast I do it, go ahead, tell them the phone number. Phone number is to call in 406 565 4189. There are hundreds more examples of bad behavior, including at least 42 Somali refugees who have skipped the country to go off and fight for ISIS. Oh, it's only skipped the country. Let's keep them out of here. And other overseas terrorist organizations. The FBI has confirmed that dozens more have been charged, tried, and convicted of providing material support to overseas terror groups. Hans van der Weerd. Chair of the Refugee Council USA and a vice president for the International Rescue Committee, also one of the Volags in the business of resettling refugees, said, These are frightening days for refugees and testing days for America. What we've learned about the proposed executive order is that it abandons this country's long-standing message of tolerance. You don't tolerate evil. Our country never did. If President Trump insists on turning his back on those who try to flee terror, it is inhumane and irresponsible. They're fleeing, they're fleeing other sects of their own religion, and if they had the power, they'd be doing to them. They're no different. Again, we don't invite evil into our own house. The executive order sets a terrible example for the rest of the world. It sets a great example to the rest of the world. They're obviously too stupid to come to this conclusion on their own. <clears throat> it is important to understand the potential consequences of the executive order and their harmful nature. An executive order doesn't affect any other country in the world. What the hell are you talking about? This will create a situation where thousands of families will lose their access to opportunity. And security. Yeah, my opportunity and my security, and I'm not giving it up to make you feel better. Does he have any of these refugees in his own home? With of his course family? not. Here in the U.S., it would leave... It's a specious argument, anyway. <clears throat> Here in the U.S., it would leave Muslim families and communities in uncertainty over whether they will ever be reunited with their loved ones. Who gives a crap? We don't do chain migration anymore, I hope, so that would be never unless you go back where you came from. Which we're going to send you there because Donald Trump is, yeah, he's going to deport you back, said. They're not our citizens. I could give a rat behind. By definition, no refugees are citizens of where they go. To us, it seems the decisions of the administration are ill-informed and hasty, built on false, false premises and alternative facts. Alternative facts? There's no such thing as alternative facts. It's called a lie. There are no alternative facts. There are only facts. And, it, and the only one building false premises is you. And alternative facts. Again, they're projecting, ladies and gentlemen. Don't take it so seriously. Look, this is what they are. And they're projecting that on the Trump administration. But it's what they are. They're ill-informed, hasty, built on false premises and alternative facts. That's what their position is. Refugees are not terrorists. How... Can you tell? Citizens can be terrorists. Any human being could be a terrorist. They don't wear uniforms. 
And it is absurd that this executive order seems to blame them for the terror they are trying to flee. No, we're just tired of the terror they're bringing here. And Islam is incompatible with our society, period. There are, there's no exceptions to that. Islam is incompatible well, you just... with Western civilization. Their only job is to destroy Western well, civilization. Well, you just read what these animals had said. We didn't know we were doing anything wrong because it's accepted in our country. Yeah, well, guess what? It's not compatible with our country. We don't go around fondling people. You don't understand. They're, they're Muslims. They're not going to change because the change would be to die anyway. Um, yeah, they kill them. They expect us to accommodate them. They expect us to turn into them. They expect us to be dimmies and Muslims. Well, That's what they expect. These people already are dimmies. These people that are saying this, all these people that are protesting them coming in here, they're already dimmies. You could call it that, but until they start to pay in that tax, they're not dimmy. But they already have the dimmy mindset. Yeah, they are certainly useful idiot dimmies. Yeah, they're already dimmies. If you are going to go around protesting the animals coming into your country, polluting it, and going against your own citizens... Again, you said not what you thought you said. You're a dimmy. But you didn't say it right. They're protesting to allow these animals to come into our country. You didn't say that the first time. Thank you. To protest them being pieces of crap? Yes, we want to protest that. But that's not what they're doing. They're protesting us stopping the pieces of crap. And that's because they are pieces of crap. United Farm Workers National Vice President Deanna Tellefson Torres said in a statement, Any type of refugee ban for any period of time is appalling and in direct opposition to long-held American values. Wrong. Seeking refuge in the U.S. is most often the last resort for those who face genuine risk of persecution and can't return to their countries from which they fled. Who cares? Wrong. These are Muslims. The ban is not only turns America's back on the world's most oppressed people. No, they most oppress people. Sorry. Yeah, they're oppressed by their own religion. Who, go, who uh, They expect to depress us. Uh, man, these people. They, they, the nonsense that comes out of their mouth. They, they don't live in the same country. It's for country. you uninformed uneducated voters. That's who they're speaking to because you you just don't know enough to realize that everything coming out of their mouth is a lie. It is a lie. It sounds good. Oh, you can't be against that. Oh, we can't be mean. Yes, oh, we can. Big, blah, blah, blah. Yes, That's we can. the problem. Y'all don't know what the hell you're talking about. You're all touchy-feely. Get a brain. You know, go see the wizard. Get a brain. Start learning. The internet's got everything you need to know. You don't need to be on social media. That ain't going to teach you anything. You need to search the web and educate yourself on what is the truth. It's appalling. I'm glad you're appalled. Are you a U.S. citizen? Because if not, I'm going to deport you. Seeking refuge in the U.S. This is the most last resort. Are you kidding me? This ban not only turns America's back on the world's most oppressed people, it also under... Are you telling me Islam's evil and oppresses their people? I'm getting I'm getting this message, but I don't see you saying the actual words. How... What oppresses them? Whom oppresses them, madam? Or it might be a man. I don't know. Or whatever. Uh, it undermines our nation's founding principles. Oh, we were not founded on taking in refugees. Or refugees, for that matter. Man, 
these people have a an odd understanding of U.S. history. Seeking rape, refuge in the U.S. is most often... Well, I did that already. Where was I? Uh, under my nation's principles, we are a nation of immigrants. No, we're not. We're a nation of citizens, moron. We're a nation of laws. Well, not anymore, we're not. Sorry. You can't say that anymore. We're not a nation of immigrants. We're a nation of citizens. Never forget that. A nation that has historically offered refuge to the oppressed. No, not, that's not historically accurate. We've done certain things, like the Irish potato famine thing, but we were just bringing in your other Europeans, not third world muzzy heads. We don't need fuzzy muzzies anywhere in our culture. They are antithesis to culture. Their culture is anti-culture. And no, all cultures aren't equal. I don't, man, oh. How would we let things get this bad is beyond me. The UFW Foundation and UFW will continue standing firmly with immigrant and refugee families and denounce today's executive action. Let me explain that. When he said immigrant, he meant illegal alien. When he said refugee, he meant Muslim refugees. But they're not going to stand with their own fellow citizens. No, they stand They stand with anybody but. Well, they're getting paid, so they have to stand with them so they can get money. Well, they, I got to tell you, it's in their own. They The more Muslims that they get to settle, the more money they make. And they had already planned on it and spent it already. I guarantee it. MoveOn.org issued a statement on Trump's un-American Muslim ban and suspension of refugee program. I'm sorry, when did you think we had open borders on the founding of our nation? When did you think anybody could just come and go whenever they want? Who? What made you think we let people in this country we didn't want in this country? We turned back ships from Britain that had their, the, the dregs of society they wanted to dump on our shores. Founding Fathers said, no, we only want people that can come here and build America, help America, not be a leech to America. So these people would never have been allowed in. They have no means. They have nothing of value. They have no education. They have no trade. They would never have been allowed under our Founding Fathers in this country. Sorry, you you got the a totally screwed up idea of the United States of America. Ugh. Ia Shaman, executive director, said Trump's executive order banning refugees and creating a de facto religious test for immigrants. Well, see, Islam's not just a religion, and uh, I know where you're going. And no, the Constitution does not protect refugees. Or Ref, even reference, never references refugees. Is cruel and un-American. I'm tired of this un-American. Everybody who's an anti-American piece of crap uses this term as a pejorative. They are actually un-American. They are projecting yet again. The un-American are calling Americans un-American. You get the problem here, right? <clears throat> this heartless and anti-Muslim, oh, it's just anti-evil of which Muslim happens to be a part, is not based on any legitimate security concern. Really? Who's blowing everything up in the world? Who? Who's been attacking citizens here in the United States of America on a regular basis? Who? Oh, those are Muslims. You're right. 
absolutely baseless. We it is baseless. Well, the Black Lives Matter are also attacking. I don't care what Black Lives Matter. They those people don't matter. Not black people. The people that call themselves Black Lives Matter. They don't matter. They're pieces of crap. They're trying to do what Sharpton did, stand on the backs of their own people and become millionaires, which they have become. Congratulations. And they're still out there acting like they're living in the ghetto with you and they they're on your side and they did they, 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 Idiots. They don't care no care about nothing but themselves. Narcissists to the nth level. Most people in the inner cities are like that, by the way. Uh, so I'd rather fear mongering and prejudice. Uh, I'm sorry. I can't be prejudiced because it requires me to have no education on the subject. I am educated in Islam, therefore not bigoted at all. Not prejudiced at all. I'm just stating the facts based on studying it. Make no mistake, this is a Muslim ban in all but name. I want a complete Muslim ban, and I want to start deporting them as soon as possible, even if they're citizens of the United States, because they have donned the garb of the enemy, which is Islam. Therefore, they have taken up arms and or give aid and comfort to the enemy, which is Islam. Do not be confused. These aren't crazy Islam people. This is Islam. Grow up and educate yourself and stop repeating nonsense. As a professional writer, you should be barred from ever having a job again. A ban that may cost thousands of men, women, and children their lives and will endanger America. Tell me how keeping potential... Well, they're all going to be terrorists sooner or later... Bringing in people that want to overthrow our government is a good way to, to a good policy. Someone tell me how that makes sense for America. They they insist on turning over and controlling and taking over all of Western civilization and converting it to Islam. All of it. How is that not a danger to America? Keeping them out is a danger? No, no, no. Keeping them out is smart. Letting them in was stupid and extremely dangerous. Again, study it before you get all touchy-feely with me. I uphold the Constitution in all things. And trust me on this, they aren't included in the First Amendment, which shouldn't have been in there anyway. The whole Ten Amendments don't even need to be there. They just confuse everybody. She compared the Muslim refugees to Jews trying to escape the Holocaust. Oh, yeah, it's the same thing. Only you were actually doing that in the Middle East because you were part of the Axis. That's right. They were actually uh, with Hitler in Germany. He, they were part of the Axis powers. Nobody knows that. He went over and got the Arabs on their side. How do you think you see all those desert stuff with Rommel and stuff? All that was in the Middle East. Because they had sided with Hitler, and Hitler actually, actually brought anti-Semitism to the Arabs. Little known story, but it's true. Where do you think he got the idea for the armband for the Jews? The Demi armband that's called for in Islam. You don't know what a Demi is. D-H-I-M-M-I. Or it's easier to do Dimitude. Just add T-U-D-E. 
because it is a thing and it, it it's in it's in there you get you know if you don't convert and they don't kill you then you got to pay a tax and be a third class citizen and they can rape your wife and your children and do whatever they want to you and there's nothing you can you know nothing you can do about it and you got to pay for that privilege and you wear that stupid armband yellow armband it looks unbelievably like the ones that they use for dimitude in islam there you have that bet you didn't know to make this announcement on Holocaust Remembrance Day, when Americans are called to reflect on how our country slammed the door on Jew- Jewish refugees, sending them back to their deaths in Nazi Germany is proof that Trump, Trump's cruelty, racism, and dismissal of history knows no bounds. I'm sorry, excuse me. Did you just not say that this is un-American? Throughout history, we do this, and you just pointed out that we didn't do it. You... You foibled your own argument. You totally crushed it. It's one, one, minute, one minute it's like, oh, we do, that's not America. We do this. We're, we've done this all through history. I don't know what's going on here. Next thing you know, it's like, not so much. We didn't do it for the Jews either. I said, what you? Just saying. See, it's not that we're racist and all this other stuff. There's, there's American citizens and then there's everybody else. We come first. And remember, charity begins in the home. We will fight the Islamophobic and dangerous proposal. It's not Islamophobic. Phobia, again, you do not understand the words you use because you keep misusing them. Phobia is a term. It is a medical term. It means an irrational fear. Studying Islam, understanding Islam, will make you fear Islam, and it's not phobic. It's proper, it's good, you should fear it. It's designed to kill you and take over the whole world. Not a Muslim, you die. Lesbians for refugees. Oh, this is funny. The National Center for Lesbian Rights issued a statement called, look, we care about lesbians so much. You, your lesbian activist has pissed us off so much, it's the last thing you want to do is have these people coming out saying anything. We had enough of you already. Calling Trump's order an attack on American values. Again, what values? You have no American values. They do know that. You don't. You destroyed the family unit. That's American values, not running around humping everything that moves. I guess they haven't seen the reports or watched the videos of them killing homosexuals, right? Oh, they're over there. Doesn't matter. Meanwhile, they've got to take over our our world into a place where everybody, I don't, you know, there's no telling what they think. They already have a mental problem. They're homosexual. Then they end up being on the left, which is another added on mental disorder. And now you've got, what do they know about reality? They don't know anything about reality. They live in this world of bitchiness, really. That's who I want to go to right there. I want to go to the lesbians. Executive Director Kate Kendall said the announcement today represents a direct attack on our most cherished values as a nation. No, they don't. We don't value Muslims. To single out Muslim persons for stigma and suspicion undermines our commitment to inclusion. Religious freedom. But I have to go to a break. We'll talk more of this on the other side. Some cooperative radio show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back.
State Talk Radio. Talk Radio, the way the founding fathers would have done it. This is Jeff Carlisi from the Band 38 Special. Let us never forget that police lives matter. A would-be robber, no match for a granny with a gun. Uh-oh. I have no idea what's happening, but I don't like the sound of that dog. They're in our yard. I'm sorry. Back up, you son of a Don't. Back up. 72-year-old fired as the suspect opened her back door, the bullet passing within inches of, inches of Brandon Perez's left cheek. She says she was trying to protect herself and her World War II veteran husband, who is in a wheelchair. I am a Christian woman, and I'm very proud of it, and I don't curse. But after I shot, rage took hold, and I just blasted away. (laughs) Well, Perez was arrested. Turns out he has a long rap sheet. I have found that a certain type that calls himself a liberal, and I always thought I was a liberal. <laughs> I came up terribly surprised one time when I found that I was a right-wing conservative <laughs> extremist. When I have listened to everybody's point of view that I ever met, and then decide how I should feel. I mean, but these this so-called new liberal group. Uh, Jesus, they never, they never listen to your point of view, and they make a decision as to what you think, and uh, they're articulate enough and in control of enough of the press to force that uh, uh, image out for the average person. For too long, Our nation has been governed by politicians in Washington, D.C., detached from the people and out of touch with our concerns. Madam Speaker, President of the United States. Dictating how we are supposed to live our lives, eliminating our freedoms, and binding our children and grandchildren to lives buried in debt. This country will go back. Oh my, 36,000 people lost their jobs. You're sitting here and you're, you are laughing about some of these problems. Are you punch star? <laughs> you have awakened the sleeping giant. Would you leave us alone? We call it AstroTurf. We have always been, and we, I believe, continue to be, a nation of cowards. There have been times where America's shown arrogance. We're going to have to have a majority. If you can't get 60 votes home, Uh, Then the bill goes away. We have to pass the bill so that you can find out what is in it. The American people don't want this big Pelosi plan. We will have health care one way or another. We don't want what you're trying to ram down our throats. Eight times you said that negotiations on health care reform would be conducted with the C-SPAN cameras. John, the election's over. And the Democrats intend to lead the most ethical Congress in history. Democratic Congressman Charles Rangel announced today he's stepping aside just days after the Ethics Committee admonished him. It's bad immediately, 10% that are unemployed. If this is the change we all can believe in, America's best days are behind her. Oh, my. President Obama, are you listening? What do you think of Smith America, we can do better. 
225 years, we've had the courage to do the unthinkable. The citizen is boss. Through the Governor's Alliance, the Republican Governors Association is looking to humanity's best asset, the individual citizen, for the answers to the great challenges of our generation. Believing in the strength, not of Washington, but of the states, our local communities, and one another to lead our country forward. From the team that helped bring back New Jersey and Virginia. We must act today in order to preserve tomorrow. Join us as America once again triumphs. Back to the Uncooperative Radio Show, Hour 3. John Wayne was right about libs. This is what these progs and libtards are doing right now, what you're reading. <laughs> They're trying to put their point of view and make it sound reasonable and a whole bit. Bravo, bravo. All right, back to the Muslim thing. To single out Muslim persons for stigma and suspicion undermines our commitment to inclusion religious freedom, and our common humanity. But what if the religion's job is to kill everybody else and take over the world? Would you still want to protect that religion? A little more than a religion, isn't it? Yeah. Again, they only considered Christian denominations, Judeo-Christian denominations, to be different religions. They didn't, they would never, ever, have respected the Muslims' religion, ever. In a million years, since we were founded, we're almost at war with them from day one. Well, we would have been. We had no ships. We had to pay them tribute from day one. And then eventually, uh, Jefferson said, I had enough. We have we have ships now. Yeah, and th- we just read last show, the founder of Georgia was fighting Muslims before he founded the colony. Yeah. The world has been fighting Muslims forever. Well, yeah, since, seven, since 7th century A.D., since their inception. Which gonna, was uh, created out of thin air by a crazy man in the desert. You're going to love the next sentence. Or common humanity? No. Today that lady of liberty, symbol of America's greatest promise to the world, hangs her head and weeps. <laughs> oh my Again, the thing on the bottom, on the pedestal, is not, the what, pedestal. The, is not, what, the, not what the lady liberty stands for. That is actually the opposite of what the Statue of Liberty stands for. Give me your hunger, you're tired, you're poor, you bet. No way, I told you from the beginning. We told, we're not taking your power, your heart, your sick, your diseased, your... Uh, no, we don't want that. We only want people that are going to help America grow. And we got to get back to that. You either do something for America or you don't get to come here. Everybody doesn't get to go everywhere they want to go. You're born where you're born. Make the best of it. Something's broken... Try and fix it. Don't bring your sorry backside to my country. You're too lazy to fix your own. How the heck are you going to have to deal with this? you got to be on top of this government 24-7. These people don't belong in Western civilization. The Progressive Change Campaign Committee, believe it or not, there is one, or PCCC, 
called the executive order's hateful actions, and co-founder Stephanie Tyler piled on with the following statement. This is not what America is about. I'm tired of that. That's what, that's what the left's been doing in his whole presidency. We're not about this. Yes, we are. This is exactly what we're about. The rule of law. Absolutely. We stand strongly against these hateful actions and in solidarity with our Muslim and immigrant neighbors. Translated into rape, they stand with refugees and illegal aliens. As if it wasn't bad enough that Trump handed our economy over to billionaires and bankers, they'd turn the economy over to anything, you doofus. The Federal Reserve controls the economy. Man, they really got everybody snookered good, don't they? They say this nonsense, and it's, it's all just drivel. It means absolutely, if you knew anything about how the government's supposed to work, this this is absolutely an opposite of, of what's supposed to happen. So that it's that it is happening opposite of what they want is good see if it wasn't bad enough billionaires and bankers these new policies are fueled by hate and contradict what america is all about everybody that's ever met donald trump knows he's not a hateful person could you give it a rest with the hate you're the only one out there peddling hate left-wing activists The rest of us want an America where families of all colors and creeds are united in our desire for good jobs, safe communities, and secure future for our kids. We know which side we're on. The wrong side. If you want any of that, you can't have left-wing policies because that's big government. Big government means crap economy and also crap education. So, and then there won't be jobs and blah, 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 blah. The, what they want, what they say, and what they may mean, and what they want. They're too stupid to know what they're fighting for will never yield. Maybe in the short term, but in the long term, you end up like Cuba. And I'm not talking a real long time here. We're $21 trillion in debt. You know which side you're on? I don't think so, but we know which side you're on. You're anti-American. You're anti-liberal. Yeah, anti-liberal, meaning liberal, liberty. Liberalism used to stand for liberty. The first liberals was Jefferson and Madison. These Cretan progressives took over the term, called themselves liberals. We stand for liberty. They don't stand for liberty. They stand for totalitarianism. I don't care if they know it, if they're too stupid to know it or not. That's their problem. But you should be smart enough to realize that that's a crazy whack could do, and you don't listen to them. So what's the UN up to now? The United Nations that I hope Donald Trump gets pissed off enough at that he pulls us right out and kicks them off the island. From Reuters, a new U.S. ambassador to the United Nations, Nikki Haley, pleaded on Friday to overhaul the world body and warned U.S. allies that if they do not support Washington, then she is taking names and will respond. Haley made brief remarks to reporters as she arrived at the World Bodies Headquarters in New York to present her credentials to United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres. Our goal with the administration is to show value at the UN, and the way that we'll show value is to show our strength show our voice, have the backs of our allies, and make sure that our allies have our backs as well. 
For those that don't have our back, we're taking names and we'll make points to respond to that accordingly, added Republican President Donald Trump's U.N. envoy. Haley, who was South Carolina's Republican governor when Trump picked her for the post, has little foreign policy and no U.S. federal government experience. So what? French U.N. Ambassador Francois Delatier and British U.N. Ambassador Matthew Rycroft said they look forward to working with Haley. The United States, Britain, and France, along with Russia and China, are permanent veto-wielding members of the U.N. Security Council. should never let China and Russia on the council. After a meeting with Guterres, a U.S. official said they had a good and productive conversation about the ways they can work together to reform the U.N., like getting rid of it. Haley told reporters, everything that's working, we're going to make it better. Everything that's not working, we're going to try and fix. And anything that seems to be obsolete and not necessary, we're going to do away with. According to a draft executive order published by the Daily Beast, Trump wants a committee including his Secretary of State, Attorney General, and Director of National Intelligence, to carry out a one-year review of U.S. funding to international organizations with the aim of almost having voluntary, halving voluntary funding. A senior U.S. administration official said on Friday that no such executive order was expected at this time. The United States is the largest contributor to the United Nations, paying 22% of the 5.4 billion core UN budget and 28% of the 7.9 billion dollar UN peacekeeping budget. These are assessed contributions agreed to by the UN General, General Assembly and not voluntary payments. UN agencies such as the UN Development Program, the Children's Agency UNICEF, and the World Food Program and the UN Population Fund are funded voluntarily. Last year, Trump took to Twitter to disparage the 193-member world body after the United States abstained in a December 23rd UN Security Council vote, allowing the adoption of a resolution demanding an end to settlement building by U.S. ally Israel. Trump, who had called on President Caesar Barack Obama's administration to veto the revolution, uh, resolution, warned that things will be different at the United Nations after he took office on January 20. And the Second Amendment report and the dumbass segment. The Second Amendment report, starting with an armed citizen story, from America's First Freedom. What is America's first freedom? It's the it's one of the NRA's magazines. That's right. For $40 a month, you get membership, you get a free magazine. You get gun and accident accidental death insurance all for $40 a year. Seems like a pretty good deal. I always seem to be able to find enough to keep up my subscription to the NRA. You know, you had nothing to say about Nikki Haley at all? Well, the position they put her in, you know, is completely different than her as a governor. 
and she's working for the Trump administration. And let me explain this. There are no wild cards. There are no people going off on their own agenda. Everybody works for Trump and his they work for his agenda. And that's what she'll be doing. So I have no problem Nikki Haley doing that. No, I'm saying the way that they described her, that she, has, she hasn't worked in government. She was a governor. Governors are higher than anybody else in, the, in any well, government. Look, it, you don't need any experience. And being a governor, you know how to govern a state, so you, it, you are an executive of the state. Thank you. So that is executive experience, and she's in the executive branch. So she's got executive experience. No foreign related. You know, it's not that hard to deal to catch up on what's going on in the world. Try it sometime. It's easy. It's not all that much going on different than there was two years ago. The fear that I had, which you just allayed for me, thank you, was she couldn't even stand up to Obamanists. How is she going to stand up to a world body? But you're saying she works for Trump, so it's not going to be a problem. Again, he makes everybody makes mistakes. Maybe she's not all he hoped she could be, and then he'll fire her and replace her. (laughs) You're going to see a lot of that over over four years, I guarantee it. He's like, he was already, people were freaking out. He was firing people in his own campaign, like right and left. Was I wasn't freaking out. I was, everyone's no, like, other oh, they're are. in disarray. He's going to lose. He's got, <laughs> he's crazy. He's got, oh, no one can work with him. Ah. He won. Won. He won. On his own terms, he won. He won. And he fired people. Fired people, and he was himself. He didn't lie. He didn't hold anything back. Tell everybody exactly what he was going to do. And he's People like that. It's refreshing. Yeah, all of these squeaky wheels, like you said, is a small percentage of our population. Yeah, but they get the most attention. Well, because the media is going to give them all the it's attention. It's up to us in the in the alternative. alternative even, I don't like the word alternative anymore. Alt-right and all the instances. Alternative facts. Everything's alternative now. Alternative facts, alternative right, alternative left. Alternative up my back. I don't know. I'll get a thesaurus out and we'll figure out another name for it. For what? For alternative. I'll look it up. So we don't have to say that anymore. I don't need another word for alternative. The real news? We're the real news. We're No. We are the new media. We are, we are citizen journalists. We are not part of the media. We are citizen journalists. We're putting out the real stuff. And yes, we work off other people's stuff because it might surprise people to know I don't have a giant staff of people all over the country. <laughs> I don't have a reporter in every state. I can't even afford to hire one reporter and put it on a bus. Good. Now I get to push the button to for the intro. Push the button. Mr. President, members of Congress... You've been making a lot of noise about taking our guns away. But you might want to review history. 1835, Gonzales, Texas Territory. The authorities wanted to confiscate the big gun that protected that colony. You know what the people said? Come and take it. Because they were willing to fight for their freedom and their guns. So are we. Come and take it if you want it. Come and take it if you think you can Come and take it, but I warn you You'll have to pry it from my cold dead hands We want the freedom that God gave us So you best not cross that line If you want this gun, you gotta come through us and take it 
one shot at a time. Just like Gonzalez, we're keeping our guns. Thank you, Steve Voss. Now he can go and play that on the White House lawn. <laughs> he has no reason to do it now. <laughs> no? <laughs> Who's he playing to? Was he going to serenade him? <laughs> Back to America's First Freedom. While it's normal for a deputy to protect the public, it's less normal for an everyday citizen to get a chance to return the favor. Now, this is interesting because we did this story about, we did this exact story about, it's a, it's the same incident almost, but it's different, it's done at different times, different places. But it's just, what's going on, what's going on with these, these cops not knowing how to defend themselves, I Anyway, but uh, that's what happened in Estero, Florida, recently when an armed citizen shot and killed someone who was attacking a law enforcement officer. The deputy and the assailant had been involved in a high-speed car chase on the interstate. As This is what I'm talking about. This is exactly what happened to the other officer. So, something's up here. I mean, high-speed chase first. Then after the vehicles come to the stop, the suspect, Deputy Dean Bards, got out of their respective cars. The suspect, who was armed, then started assaulting the law officer. A passerby who had a license to carry a concealed handgun stopped and told the attacker to stop beating up the deputy or he'd shoot. The attacker didn't listen, so the armed citizen fired three times, killing the assailant. Bards was treated for his injuries and released. He was not shot by the armed suspect. And... Wink News, Fort Myers, Florida. I don't know what that was a reference to. Is a wink like a hat tip? No. They have to have their own hat tip? No, that's an actual... Place? News organization. When we listen to 92.5 talk radio, it's out of Fort Myers, Florida, and their news organization that does it is called Wink News. Okay. From... What the hell does AOL even stand for? I forget. America Online, I think it was. Back when they were a bullet board system like me. The Transportation Security Administration found a record number of guns in carry-on baggage in 2016. And a staggering 83% of them were loaded. According to thousands standing around, which released its annual review on Thursday, 3,391 guns were found in checked bags in 2016. That's a 28% increase from 2015 and the ninth record-breaking year in a row. The thousands standing around also screened 43 million more passengers than it did in 2015, of course, according to their own numbers. But that was only a 6% increase, so the increase in screenings does not fully account for the increase in guns found in carry-on luggages. Wait a minute. Oh, we're going to do we're going to do proportional analysis now. Who's you you're calling the TSA thousands standing around? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea what you were talking about when you said that. I'm like, who's the thousands standing around? TSA. <laughs> thousands standing around. Okay. I'm glad you clarified that because I was confused. I said TSA first. I don't know why it was confusing. The TSA also showed off some of the other prohibited items it found on passenger carry-ons. There was gunpowder, 
some of which was contained in powder horns from travelers who apparently thought they would be flying in a time machine back to the Revolutionary War. They were going to compete or going to a reenactment, you doofus eye. <laughs> going to a time shipping. They reenact the Revolutionary War, you might know. Well, oh, yes, they do in the Deep South, they do. And well, and this is why you can tell this is like some idiot millennial in the city that's clueless. You know, the millennials have a big attitude, too, which you're right. This sounds like dismissing them. I can't believe they had a powder horn full of black powder. God forbid they should look anything up. I'm just saying, they they know everything, and yet they don't know about Revolutionary War reenactment? Man, you almost got to be under a rock to have never heard of it. No, they're under their iPads. Under their iPads? Uh, okay. You do know the show, The Great Outdoors, right? Yes, of course. <laughs> okay. You mean The Great Indoors? Yeah, The Great Indoors. <laughs> I highly recommend it. It's good stress relief. <laughs> there were also realistic-looking toy grenades or grenade replicas, swords hidden in canes, various throwing stars, including one hidden in a cell phone case, axes and knives hidden in pens, keys and lipstick tubes. Speaking of lipstick tubes, at least one person tried to bring a lipstick stun gun on board. Well, at least they're, they're trying to keep you on your toes. Brian, this is because they're bringing in all these refugees. No, this is because people are ignorant. They don't call up and say, am I allowed to take this and check baggage? And they'll say, no, you have to check it. Yeah, but they're afraid that they're on the plane and that they're going to get killed. That could be. All I got to know is you should allow everybody to carry guns, especially those with concealed carry permits. You just, you just, you just hand them the special in- ammunition at the door. Have like a kiosk of options for different caliber weapons to give like the Glacier safety slug. So there's no way it will puncture a hole in the plane, but it will stop the bad guy. And we've come a long way since Glazer safety slugs. I mean, if you think about it, who's going to protect you on the plane? The freaking stewardess? Oh, the, the possibility that out of the 100 flights, there might be an air marshal on board. I don't hope for my defense. I plan for it. Anyway, I would bring any of this stuff on board, but I I am a weapon, so I don't really care. Besides, there's plenty of weapons on board. If you want, you get one of those, you know, attack pens. If you get one of those attack pens, you really got to learn your pressure points, where to hit with those things. Uh, but, yeah, you could... It's, there's no metal in it. It looks like a pen. You'd probably get by with it. But remember, they always, you know, those stupid magazines that they always put in there where they sell stuff through the, what is it called? The, the what's it called? The, like the flight mall or something? The air mall? That magazine on flights and planes? Just roll, just roll that up and you've got a nice little club. Yes, it has use. <laughs> the only reason I don't complain about that stupid thing, overpriced crap on a plane. Okay. Uh, but, no, you, you can roll it up and hit somebody with it, right? Yeah, temple, deck, good shots, up under the armpit. 
Oh, you listen to the show long enough, you'll learn all kinds of interesting things. Some things you might want to, might not want to know, and a lot of things you might not want to know. Ten-inch weird things Bastards tried to bring on planes, which included a Hello Kitty-themed gun. Wow, really? You women are really making firearms a little gross. <laughs> Purple bedazzled handgun. What the hell? Who does that? It's like a, it's like an accessory. Do you, it, it'd be good for the gun manufacturers because they're gonna have the guns gonna have to match their shoes in their bag. What was that misogynistic? Oh well, it's true. A fake suicide vest. A bottle of brandy with dead seahorses in it. The bottle was too large for a carry-on. The seahorses were endangered and also dead. So no, that was not allowed through. And a movie prop of a rotting corpse, which was allowed through after thorough screening. That's pretty interesting stuff to bring around. A rotted corpse. Okay. It, it was a movie prop. <laughs> Why would you bring it on a plane? You, what are you talking about? You, you pack it. You ship it. You don't fly with it. That's freaky weird, man. Did you buy it a seat, too? He probably did. <laughs> Might have a zombie fetish. What everything's about sex nowadays. From Fox News, congressional Republicans are trying to change federal gun regulations to make buying a silencer or, proper word, suppressor, easier. But critics don't agree with the argument that the proposed legislation is a safety measurement to prevent hearing injuries. No, it also makes it more palatable for people that allow people to hunt on their private property to quiet the gunfire down a little bit. The Hearing Protection Act, introduced earlier this week in the GOP-controlled House and Senate, if passed, would still require a background check to buy a silencer. It shouldn't. Uh, If you already have a gun, you went through a background check. Why do you have to go through another one? Just for a silencer. It's not a gun. And it's a suppressor. What is wrong with him? He, He just put down buying a silencer or suppressor. Then he goes back to silencer. Silencer is the idiot word for a suppressor. They aren't silencers. They don't make the gun silent. They do suppress the loudness by about 30 decibels. That's it. Still makes sound. So if you're anywhere near it, you're still going to hear it. But it takes some of the, the deafening decibels off the top for the person shooting it so you don't have to wear earplugs or ear or earmuffs. And you can hear danger, for instance. That's a benefit. Or you're hunting on someone's private property, you don't want to make more noise than you have to. So you put on a suppressor, and it's it's more palatable to everybody, and everybody wins. There's nothing, there's nothing that the evil suppressor can do to, for, to make anything easier. I'm just saying. Before we have to go to a break, did you remember the phone number is 406-565-4189? Well... Maybe you'll remember on the other side of the break. This is your Crop Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. (laughs) 
This is Jeff Carlisi from the band 38 Special. On behalf of all my conservative rocker friends, I'd like to thank the brave members of our fine armed forces for putting their lives on the line every day to protect our liberty. Thank you. Attention users of the blood-thinning drug Xarelto. If you took the drug Xarelto and experienced complications such as cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, you may be eligible to get a cash award for your suffering. Call the Xarelto Help Hotline now at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. To qualify for a cash settlement, you must file a claim before the deadline. So don't miss your opportunity for a cash settlement. Call 855-719-3101 now for a free no-obligation consultation. Our call center is open 24-7. So if you took the drug Xarelto and experienced cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, call the Xarelto Help Hotline at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. That's 855-719-3101. Okay, oh, you're sitting here listening to the show going, man, how could I listen to that show live? I want to call into that show. Well, if you want to listen to us live, you'll have to come for now. The schedule will probably be changing soon, but right now it's Fridays and Saturday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. That's where you, that's the only time you can hear us at uncooperativeradio.com where you can download and listen to all our shows for free. You can rate our show. You can comment about the shows. Please do all the above. Follow the show, the whole nine yards. The more, the merrier. Let's let's get, let's get the numbers up. Let's get the messages out. Let's pass the word. Let's get the education happening, because education is the only thing that matters. We can also be heard on iHeartRadio, iTunes, TalkShoe, Podbean, Blueberry, Yabba Dabba Doo, whatever. If I'm not there, ask me to put it there. If they're put there by the company, ask the company to put it there. Whatever the case may be. Whatever your venue is. We also have a Facebook page. We have two Facebook pages. One's in in the Facebook Gulag, and, and they won't let it out. And I started a brand new one to replace it, and that's scheduled to be deleted in a few days. Uh, so if you're, please switch to the other page. You're on, if the original page said the uncooperative radio show, the new page that Facebook doesn't know about yet is uncooperative radio. They'll both have the same logo and everything, but you know, a couple days that other show will be gone. They keep it for seven days. Uh, if you want my Facebook personal account, it's Brian Bonner nine zero. My personal Twitter account. At Brian Bonner. Simple. We also have a Twitter page, a Twitter account for the show. Rather than trying to tell you what it is over the air, just do a search for Uncooperative Radio and you'll find it. Uh, please go over there, like it, engage, comments, rate. Do everything you can do to help promote the pages because, one, it promotes the show. Two, it also, the more numbers we have, it's less likely that Facebook will screw with us. Or Twitter at this at uh, on this in this case. Um, we are also rebroadcasted on RedStateTalkRadio.com. That's twenty four seven streaming conservative talk radio. Two studios. That means in any hour you have two choices between shows. 
give it a shot. It's a very eclectic roundup. It even got some life stuff shows on there and stuff. So religious shows. So there's a lot going on. Go over and check it out. We're on the Encore channel. And we're on redstatetalkradio.com Saturday and Sunday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. While you're there, check out the free newsletter. It's free. It's good. It's professionally done. It, you'll be you'll be surprised how good it is. If you don't like it, you could just unsubscribe. We don't track that. We won't know. All right. You could also hear us on through redstatetalkradio.com on TuneIn. Talkstream Live and the Roku. No, I haven't put my show up in these places um, unilaterally because I don't want to compete. Uh, my job isn't to compete with Red State Talk Radio. So I'll just, I just let myself go on through there. Our listener line on the Encore channel for, well, it's everybody's listener line. It's the listener line. You can't talk. You can't interact. All you can do is listen. It's just a phone call. No data required. That's the point of it. I believe us. We're all struggling with data issues. Um, so we have. If you want to listen on the Encore Channel, which is what we're on, six zero five five six two four two two one. That's six zero five five six two forty two twenty one. Six zero five five six two forty two 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 one. And don't forget, while you listen to some of our commercials on here, we do not get paid to air our commercials. We only get paid when people use the phone number for the commercial to check out the merchandise. So if you're interested, please make sure you write down the phone number from the ad, or we won't get paid, the ad company won't get paid. Only people are going to be happy are the people selling stuff. Uh, So please, it's very important, please write down the phone numbers in the ad. We appreciate it. We don't ask you to call if you're not interested. We do not want that. Only if you're interested, okay? If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813. This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 
800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-917-2194-800-917-2194-800-917-2194. That's 800-917-2194. Okay, and welcome back to the Young Cooperative Radio Show, hour half of three. If you want to call the show, 406-565-4189. And no, I don't need you to call the show. <laughs> if you want to call the show, you want to add something to the show, you want to debate me on something, go fine. But don't just call for the sake of calling. That's why I only give this number out on air. It will never be published anywhere. If you're not a listener, then you don't need the phone number. All right, this is from Fox News. Congressional Republicans are trying You to... already said all that. Oh, right, I did, didn't I? Yep. I was only down, and I've passed the required background check to buy a silencer, which they finally say, which muffles or suppresses more than silences the sound of a shot, yet they still keep calling a silencer. However... Buyers would no longer have to pay a $200 fee or wait for months after filing extensive paperwork with the Federal Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. I've been shooting since I was a young child, beginning with plinking with a twenty two rifle and dove hunting with my dad. My hearing has been damaged because of gun noise, South Carolina Representative Jeff Duncan said Monday after introducing the bill in the House with Texas Representative John Carter, a fellow Republican. John Carter, like from the movie John Carter? That's spooky. I know, there had to be a John Carter, right? But I, but, he's, but he's in politics, and he, now he's in the news, and his name is John Carter, and it was a book, John Carter, and there was other series of books about his his days on Mars. What, the new movie came out just last year, John Carter? Maybe his parents read the books? Maybe. I had access to a suppressor. It may have protected me, if I had 
had I had, I'm sorry, misread that totally. Had I had access to a suppressor, it may have protected me as well as millions of other Americans from this sort of hearing loss. This is a health issue, Duncan continued. You do realize you're handing them an issue to ban guns, right? The National Rifle Association's lobbying arm supports the measures, saying suppressors are harmless and very rarely used in a crime, and that the joint bill would end the cumbersome and lengthy application process. A similar measure failed in 2015. But supporters are optimistic this time, with Republican Donald Trump set Friday to officially become president. So this is before the 20th. The article dated itself. They point to the NRA having endorsed Trump and Trump's eldest son, Donald Trump Jr., a hunter recently appearing in a promotional video for Utah-based Silencer Co. I believe in American manufacturing. I love your product, Trump says in the video, in which he also argues that European countries freely allow the accessory. It's a safety issue. The GOP lawmakers say the bill aims to cut through the red tape of owning a suppressor, and if passed, could remove the accessory from the scope of the National Firearms Act. Wouldn't that be a bonus? They also say it would replace the outdated federal application process with the instantaneous instant National Instant Criminal Background Check. The bill calls for a refund of the $200 transfer tax for applicants who purchased a suppressor after October the 22nd, 2015, the original date of introduction. Critics point to a February 2013 situation. And wait, I got to stop here. Wait a minute. This refund bill, it's a retroactive bill. It's unconstitutional. They're not, you're not allowed to make a retroactive bill of any kind, period. It's all, it doesn't matter. So... No, because they went back and they created a law that didn't exist at the time and then they're giving the money back that, that that's not no it just like it's wrong for going to going to jail for something like that it's wrong to do this for this purpose whatever was the law at the time was the law at the time you can't go back and change what the law was that's a clear violation of the constitution Critics point to a February 2013 situation in which fired Los Angeles police officer Christopher Dorner killed four people in a series of attacks over 10 days that targeted law enforcement officials. They argue that fatal attacks might have been stopped earlier had Dorner not been using silence suppressors. There's no evidence of a public health issue associated with hearing loss from gunfire. That's absolute crap. What are you, nuts? You have to wear hair protection every time you fire a firearm. <clears throat> Kirsten Brown, she sounds familiar, Kristen Brown, of the Brady campaign to prevent gun violence. No, it's the I Hate Guns. That's what they are. That's their title, I Hate Guns. There is evidence of a public health crisis from gun violence, and we think what's where... That's where legislative efforts should be directed. No. What part of the Second Amendment don't you understand? Which, by the way, wasn't even necessary. Those are inalienable rights granted by our creator, not the government. What they need to do is loosen up all restrictions on firearms till there are none, because that's the only thing that is constitutional. I don't care how you feel about that. Until you amend the Constitution, those are the facts on the ground. 
That's what we deal with here. The truth. Not obfuscation. The truth. The bill is being introduced in the Senate by Idaho Senator Mike Crapo, unfortunate name, and its co-sponsors include fellow GOP Senator Rand Paul, Kentucky, and Jerry Moran, Kansas. The dumbass segment. I thought I was already in the dumbass segment. No. That should have been in the dumbass. That the dumbest se- crap I think I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, there's no health issue or hearing loss associated with gun use. That anyone be this ignorant, not go to the internet and learn about guns and silence and suppressors, hearing protection, all that stuff. Go stand in front and tell everybody what crap it is while she's spewing crap. That crap is crap, but this crap isn't. That's basically what she said. There, of course, everybody who's ever shot a gun knows you have to have eye protection and ear protection. Moving right along to the dumbass segment. Dumbass Pope I. Francis from Breitbart. Don't you have to, a ditty to play, Popeye? I do have Popeye. Thank you, because you got me Popeye. You ready? Hey, kids, there's a new cartoon show for you Sunday morning. I'm Popeye the Holy Man. I live in the Vatican. Eat spinach for dinner, then bless all the sinners. I'm Popeye the Holy Man. This week, Popeye baptizes Brutus. Hey, Popeye, takes off that big dumb hat before I knocks it off. Oh, yeah? Take this, you big palookas. <laughs> Holy water, Popeye. <laughs> and next week, Popeye hears olive oil's confession. Oh, my gosh. Be there, or be St. Peter's Square for... Popeye the Holy Man. <laughs> How embarrassing. Yes, Popeye Francis, in a controversial interview, has publicly defended liberation theology. This is the thing that was that was in South America, liberation theology. Then the blacks in America picked it up for black liberation theology, result based on the same nonsense of liberation theology. Calling it a positive thing in Latin America. It, Latin America is doing gorgeous. Haven't you noticed? It's just splendid over Do there. Do you notice? Nobody's, nobody's going hungry at all. No. They're Governments stopped. aren't being overthrown. No. They're, People aren't being impeached. No. They stopped talking about South America and they stopped talking about Venezuela. There's a blackout just like in Europe. Well, I don't, I'm not subject to said blackout. What's your point? In his lengthy interview last week with the leftist Spanish daily El Pais, the Pope, by, said that liberation theology was a good thing for Latin America, but also recognized that it had deviations that needed to be corrected. The part of liberation theology that opted for a Marxist analysis of reality was condemned by the Vatican, Francis said, but embraced by you, you're a socialist. Oh, you don't know that you have to be a social. You have to be socialist before you can be communist. You know that, right? That's why there's never been a communist country in the world. Hasn't happened. 
Oh, the USSR? What does the USSR stand for, Susan? United Socialists. I have no idea. United Soviet Socialist States. Soviet, that's what I was missing, Soviet. Socialist States. Does it say communist? No. It says socialist. That's what they are. Now, China calls themselves communist, but they're not really. They're a socialist hybrid of capitalism and socialism. The part of liberation theology that opted for a Marxist analysis of reality was condemned. Carlo Ratzinger issued two instructions when he was prefect of the doctrine of the faith. He continued, One very clear one about the Marxist analysis of reality and the second picked up positive aspects. Liberation theology had positive aspects and also had deviations, especially in the part of the Marxist analysis of reality, he said. The two Vatican documents cited by the pontiff were Liberitas Nuntias, issued in 1984, and Libertatis Conscientia, released just two years later in 1986. Libertatis Nuntias addressed developments of that current of thought, which, under the name Theology of Liberation, proposes a novel interpretation of both the content of faith and of Christian existence, which seriously departs from the faith of the Church and, in fact, actually constitutes a practical negation. Wow. What the hell did he say? (laughs) Concepts uncritically borrowed from Marxist ideology and recourse to these of biblical hermeneutic marked by rationalism are at the basis of the new interpretation which is corrupting whatever was authentic and the generous initial commitment on behalf of the poor. Wow, that's a lot of words to say that crap didn't work. The document also (laughs) noted that in certain parts of Latin America, the recognition of injustice is accompanied by a pathos which borrows its language from Marxism, wrongly presented as though it were scientific language. Surprise coming from uh, the socialist pope. The letter also said uh, the certain Christians, despairing of every other method, turned to a Marxist analysis, especially in Latin America. In 1986, text was issued a compliment to the first one and sought to highlight the main elements of the Christian doctrine on freedom and liberation as a corrective to the errors of liberation theology brought out by the prior instruction. Basically, they're rewriting liberation theology. In a striking revelation in 2015, the highest-ranking Cold War defector asserted that the KGB had created liberation theology, exported it to Latin America as a means of introducing Marxism to the continent. And it's still that purpose today in America. Ion Mihai Pasepa, a three-star general and former head of Communist Romania's secret police, who defected to the United States in 1978, has been called the Cold War's most important defector. During more than 10 years that Pakepa or Pasepa worked with the CIA, he made what the agency described as an important and unique contribution to the United States. He is reported, in fact, to have given the CIA the best intelligence ever 
obtained on communist intelligence networks and internal security services. Liberation theology, theology has been generally understood to be a marriage of Marxism and Christianity. What has not been understood is that it was not the product of Christians who pursued communism, but of communisms who pursued Christians, Pesepa said. In his role as doctrinal watchdog, Cardinal Joseph Ratzinger referred to liberation theology as a singular heresy and a fundamental threat to the church. And we've done it one better here. We've got black theology, liberation theology. That's, uh, you know, Obamanus's church, Reverend Wrong. GD America. <laughs> Popeye is wonderful, isn't he? He's Popeye the doofus man. What just made noise? <laughs> Moving along to dumbass feds from Judicial Watch. A grand jury in South Florida just indicted the Fort Lauderdale airport shooter. But the feds are still in cover-up mode, so terrorism isn't even mentioned, though... An FBI agent testified in court that the attack was carried out on behalf of the Islamic State of Iraq and Syria, ISIS. Now, you keep hearing this guy's name mentioned. You keep seeing his picture. He, they keep calling him whatever his Hispanic name is. Before he changed it to his Muslim name, he is a Muslim. Muslim. A Muslim. And that's all. That's probably the three only times you're going to hear that about the shooter. They will never use his Muslim name. They will never call him Muslim. Instead, the gunman who years ago took on Islamic name was charged with murder for killing five people and wounding six others during a bloody rampage in the airport's luggage claim area earlier this month. Days after the massacre that shut down one of the state's busiest airports, Judicial Watch reported that the shooter, Esteban Santiago, is a Muslim convert who years before joining the U.S. Army took on an Islamic name, a Shig Hamad, downloaded terrorist propaganda and recorded Islamic religious music online. A California-based investigative news site dug up the information, while the mainstream media blindly repeated the Obamanist administration's version of the facts. Though early on, a photo surfaced of San Diego making an ISIS salute while wearing a kifayah, a Palestinian Arab scarf. They're actually pretty cool scarves. Uh -huh. Where was I? There. This was disturbingly reminiscent of the Benghazi cover-up in which the president and his cohorts knowingly lied to conceal that Islamic terrorist attacks the U.S. special mission in Libya. The records contradict the official government version that Santiago is mentally ill, Hispanic Army veteran who became unhinged after a torn Iraq. Additionally, at the bond hearing, and I gotta go, it's the end of the show, so sorry, but you can go to the website, uncooperativeblogger.com, Susan will have a link up in a couple days to all the links of the show, and you can look that up yourself. This has been the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening to uncooperativeradio.com. And say goodnight, Susan. Good night, Susan. And we're out of here.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.